0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you guys happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. It is episode 49 of Shooting the Shit at the Rogue's Tavern. Time is short. You only have a couple of months left to prepare, so I suggest to you that you should...
1: Come on in out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us.
0: Absolutely, and we've got a ton of rabbit holes for you tonight, aside from the usual hours worth of really great stuff. And when we get into the rabbit holes, we'll be diving down those. That takes us into the alt tech. The links are in the show notes and they're right there at the top. I'll try to remember to drop one in for anyone who drops into YouTube and sees it is to follow us over onto Odyssey so you can catch everything that we say because we get into some crazy stuff that YouTube really doesn't like us for. And you know, I only want to keep YouTube around as long as I can simply to help with the audience building. The rest of it, well, it's relatively unimportant. All right, let's dig right into this and see what we got. I mean, we've got some great tips for you saving money, what to buy, storage tips, knowing where, knowing when to GTFO out of town. In other words, get the flock out of town. All right. We need to start off, though, with our usual spirituality. I didn't have my Bible pre-opened tonight. but Oh, uh, that's weird. I, Usually you do. Yeah, well, I had Exodus. Oh, I, I forgot. I think Exodus was the one that I was uh, looking at uh, last week, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I saw that there, so what we're going to do is we're just going to flip it open and see what comes up. Oh, and, this
1: should be interesting.
0: And it looks like we're going to—I've never even read from this book before. Nahum, N-A-H-U-M? Nahum. That's the book of Nahum. 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 And it flipped open to chapter 3 of Nahum. Nahum chapter 3, verse 1 to 14.
1: I swear I'm haunted by
0: threes. Yeah, well. All right. (laughs) Let's read this out. This looks interesting. Actually, it goes to 19, not 14. All right. Woe to the bloody city! It is all full of lies and robbery. The prey departeth not. The noise of a whip, and the noise of the rattling of the wheels, and of the prancing horses, and of the jumping chariots. The horseman lifteth up both the bright sword and the glittering spear, and there is a multitude of slain, and a great number of carcasses, and there is none end of their corpses. They stumble upon their corpses, because the multitude of the whoredoms and the well-favored harlot, the mistress of witchcrafts, that selleth nations through her whoredoms, and families through her witchcrafts. Behold, I am against thee, saith the Lord of hosts, and I will discover thy skirts upon thy face, and will shew the nations thy nakedness, and the kingdoms thy shame." And I will cast abomin- abominable filth upon thee, and make thee vile, and will set thee as, gaz- as, gazing stock, as gazing stock. And it shall come to pass that all that look upon thee shall flee from thee, and say, Nineveh is laid waste. Who will bemoan her? Whence shall I seek comforters for thee? Art thou better than thou populace? No, that was the situate amongst the rivers, that had the waters round about it, whose rampart was the sea, and her wall was from the sea. Ethiopia and Egypt were her strength, and it was infinite, Put and Lubrum were thy helpers. Yet was she carried away. She went into captivity. Her young children also were dashed in pieces at the top of the streets. And they cast lots for her honorable men. And all her great men were bound in chains. Thou also shall be drunken. Thou shalt be hid. Thou thou also shalt seek strength because of the enemy. All thy strongholds shall be like fig trees with the first ripe figs. If they be shaken, they shall even fall into the mouth of the eater. Behold, thy people in the midst of thee are women. The gates of thy land shall be set wide open unto thine enemies, and fires shall devour thy bars. Draw thee waters for the siege. Fortify thy strongholds. Go into clay. Tread the mortar. Make strong the brickland. There shall be the fire devour thee. The sword, the sword, the, the, the the sword shall cut thee off. It shall eat thee up like the canker worm. Make thyself many as the canker worm. Make thyself many as the locust. Thou hast multiplied thy merchants above the stars of heaven. The canker worm spoileth and fleeth away. Thy crown are as the locust, and thy captains as the great grasshoppers which camp in the hedges in the cold day. But when the sun ariseth, they flee away, and their place is not known where they are. Thy shepherds slumber, O king of Assyria. Thy nobles shall dwell in the dust. Thy people is scattered upon the mountains, and no man gathereth them. There is no healing of thy bruise. Thy wound is grievous of all all that hear. The brute of thee shall clap the hands over thee, fear upon whom have not thy wickedness passed continually. Wow. That's not a pleasant uh, thing.
1: <laughs> not really. I mean, I found it interesting that they referred to the people as cankerworms. And then turning into and then it like moves on to locusts and grasshoppers. It's like so we are akin to insects Absolutely. and we uh, uh, essentially breed like like locusts apparently.
0: Yep, well, well humans can.
1: We can. That's, That's interesting. The nobles were sleeping in the in the cold and then awakened in the spring.
0: That's got to that be the shortest book in the Bible, too. It's only three chapters long.
1: Yeah. That is interesting. It's like, I actually, that's something I want to read again, because it starts out talking about whoredom.
0: Yes, I. well, it starts talking about the fall of cities.
1: Yeah, the and fall the, And the, and, the, and the
0: conquest of cities. It yeah. It starts talking about the fall and the conquest of cities. And then, uh, and then they'll scatter out and go reproduce so that you can take over more cities, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. That's something I want to, like, read a few times yep. and actually take notes on and compare Yeah,
0: well, I'll make sure I put that one properly in the show notes. Nice. All right. Well, there's our spiritual reading for today, folks. Make sure you study that one up. And I say I'm still of the belief that the Bible was not so much prophecies as it was warnings and a recording of histories that have passed.
1: I agree, because it sounds like every time you read the Bible now, I'm able to make correlations to what's going on right now. Yep. So it's, it's a very interesting correlation that I'm able to make now. When I was younger, it just sounded like fantasy to me.
0: Well, when the, until the world has started to change the way it has, much of what the Bible was, everyone thought it was just, you know, fantasy fiction or whatever but Mm. there's so much of it that's starting to come together it's really bizarre especially the book especially the book of Revelations Mm
2: -hmm.
0: the book of Revelations is actually quite scary now
1: yeah
0: alright well let's move along to have a little fun with our special video for today because I do have a couple of special videos this one comes to us directly from Twatter Come on, load her up. Loading, loading, loading. Get the doggies loading. Ride, move them up, move them out, (laughs) move them out, move them out, move up, ride. Oh, come on. There he is. It has to think. It's still thinking. Oh, come on. I want this turkey. There he is. What? Is it gone? That's weird. What did the turkey object to? Did a turkey object to his personal information being broadcast already?
1: Retry. It. Okay, is this like the turkey that was pardoned, or?
0: No, no, this one was much cooler than that.
1: Retry the link. Oh, Okay.
0: This was this was this was a badass turkey that stopped traffic so his seven his seven hens could cross the road. Oh cool it was it was it was just awesome as hell it was funny mm-hmm. no, you can't get the link, man. that tweet has wow. been deleted Must why been would someone somehow. delete such a cool tweet? Yeah. It wasn't even offensive. what the hell
1: um, actually it could be that that turkey belonged to someone because Twitter has enacted a new safety rule oh it's I know. A new safety- yeah.
0: I know okay. what Twitter's done. They've they're they're banning everything on there.
1: Okay, well I'm just saying my the turkey might belong to someone and they didn't like their turkey being put up.
0: Let's see if we can find it real quick. I wanna find it. Let's see if it kicks it up. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. <laughs> You know, it was such an awesome video. I I had it, I had it, um, I thought it was saved. I didn't, th- well, I don't even know how to download a video from uh, Twitter, so.
1: Was that a child crying over a cooked turkey? No, it was a
0: child eating the turkey whole.
1: Oh, okay. That makes more sense.
0: All right, so somebody tweeted, somebody deleted it. Well, so much for that. Oh well.
1: well the idea of a turkey stopping traffic so his seven hens can cross the road yeah it was it was <laughs> it was it cool was internet. it was quite an
0: awesome thing to see it was really <laughs> it was really quite funny because he had his tail feathers spread out he turned around and faced the cars down and his and his seven hands crossed the road and then when they were done he walked in behind him and left
1: <laughs> That's awesome
0: yeah it was just it was just downright funny
1: because
0: it was like yeah well, that's what men do.
1: Yep. Pretty much in every species. Except seahorses.
0: Well, seahorses are fucking weird. They're gay.
1: No, they're not gay. But they're backwards from humans and just about every other species. Yep. It's the male that carries the baby.
0: Yes, I know. They're 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 backwards and gay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're just going to have to listen to Redneck Jingle Bells then. Awesome. Oh, after we get through the fucking ad.
3: I just about to say, it doesn't look like Redneck Jingle Bells. Dashing through the snow In a lifted pickup truck Over the hills we go Looking for a buck I'm back here in the bed With a big smile on my face I'm getting in the spirit with a loaded 308 Parked his sleigh next door Cause he knows I'd love a reindeer Mount right over my front door And we told all The kids, those presents Have to wait, till Daddy comes back home with a big At the church, cold beer at home tonight, and back up in the morning just to do it one more time. Them snowflakes they don't hunt, but that leaves more for me. Plus venison goes perfect with a shot of Old Jim Beam. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, fill that.
0: What's that?
1: I love the dancing too. It was
0: great. <laughs> oh yeah, dancing was great. Nice hot chick there. <laughs> I like the boys, man. <laughs> that must be his boys, cause that's the guy that does the uh, tailgate music. Yeah. his boys is like they're they're they they remind me my two boys, and it's pretty much what the boys do is like you notice one of the boys and slapped his hand over his brother's mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> righty. So well, we at least we got some entertainment out of our out of our. Uh, Out of our special video for today. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I must have been off my game on other things here. I've been collecting so much information, I forgot to get out my standard dictionary of facts for today too. Oh wow! All right. You've
1: been you've been diving too far down the
0: rabbit hole. I've been I've been I've been soaked in the rabbit holes. All right. Well, let's see. Random open on dictionary of facts. It opens up to Orville Wright. Oh, we're gonna love this. You know who Orville Wright is. Orville
1: Wright.
0: Orville Wright, the Wright brothers.
1: Oh, Orville, not Orville. Horrible.
0: All right. Wright, Orville, Errolnot, born in at Dayton, Ohio, August 19, 1871. Educated at public schools since Errol Plan, um since 1903. He devoted attention mainly to the Wright Brothers Aeroplan flying machine. His first successful flight was made at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina in 1903. Successful long-distance test near Dayton, Ohio in 1905 has since made many flights in the United States and abroad and has been awarded many medals. Employed by the United States government in perfecting the machine and instructing army officers in its construction and operation for purposes of war. There you go. There's your cool. fact of the day.
1: <laughs>
0: and that I didn't is know that. I from didn't know 1927. Or 1916. That's from 1916.
1: I didn't know he was employed just for, for uses in the war. I thought he was employed for other reasons,
0: too. Well, obviously, he was employed for turning the airplanes into a, a war machine.
1: Does make sense. Well, That's how most inventions are made.
0: Well, most inventions are made for other things, but as soon as the government gets wind of them, they got to figure out how to make them for war.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Many people invent things for humanitarian purposes, but then the government gets wind of it and wants it for war. Yep. It's all about the power of maintaining the government.
1: Well, you got to
0: do it. All right let's go into some really fun stuff interesting stuff let's go talk about the miscellaneous things we have here today starting down the road of gardening urban farming i have something here for planting growing harvesting tips and no i don't where do i i don't know where's this Um, going
1: not for gardening and urban farming or things like that because i'm not really seeing much really right now it's the only things I can really find is stuff on what you should do for planning for next year. Well, yeah, that's
0: your gardening planning tips. Your yeah, planting and growing tips. Really you got you got, you you got to spend the winter planning for your spring. And if you got a greenhouse, you get a head start on your spring starting in the, in the first and second week of January.
1: Yeah, it's like everything that um, I was able to find kind of leads back here. So I figured if I just put this up, it'll help people to have a starting point and then from there they can
0: kind of yep. head off to where they need to go. Yep, this is a good spot here. Tell you some of the things you get started. Mm-hmm. When, to start, when to start seeds. Get seeds started in the greenhouse or indoors. Whichever one works. It looks like they got some growing guides here for vegetables, fruits, herbs, and all those different things. You know, mm-hmm. bell peppers. Let's take that one. Because it's related to other peppers. There you go. Here's the growing guide. You know so when to when to start them, when to what to do with them, when to plant your peppers, temperatures you need, because of course one of the biggest things you need to know is the temperatures. It's like pepper seeds, you gotta have you gotta have heat pads to get your pepper seeds started unless you're starting them indoors. All right, this is, a very useful, this is a very useful link here. Make sure you go check this one out, folks, as you're planning your next year's garden. And next year, gardens are going to be extremely important. As the title alludes to here, I truly believe we've only got a couple of months left of uh, the cheap goods. Or relatively cheap goods. I mean, everything's, everything's increasing in price dramatically. I was out shopping today, and things I bought like two, three weeks ago have increased by 50 cents our dollar already.
1: Dude, I paid nine bucks for 18 eggs
0: today. Nine bucks for 18 eggs?
1: Yeah. That wow. was the only eggs available.
0: Yeah, well, the warehouse store I went to is limiting the number of eggs people can buy now.
1: Oh, even fifties is limiting it. Hey, the, all the stores are. I mean, yes, we are going to have a shortage of eggs until until like summertime because everybody's got to build up their stock again after the floods. But it's still like nine bucks for eighteen eggs. I've never seen that price before. Even the fancy eggs were still only like seven bucks for the for the eighteen. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Nine bucks for eighteen eggs. That one kind of threw me through a like, loop.
0: Yep, prices are going up dramatically. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess I wasn't talking to you. I, I was talking to your brothers when we were coming back down island on Sunday. And they were asking me about the gasoline, uh, um, not sh- the shortages and the, um, the limitations on it. What's that called? Rationing that they've imposed yeah. upon BC. And I said, oh, don't worry. They're supposed to lift it, aren't they? Yeah, on December 1st, but they're going to extend it.
1: Oh geez.
0: Day after that, yesterday, they extended it. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I, I called that one. And I didn't <laughs> I and and, and and I didn't feel like it was gonna be for any real reason of shortage. It's just an additional layer of control. It's just an additional if- layer of control and fear on people. Do you
1: think they're gonna squeeze them the the restrictions any tighter or do you yep. think they're just gonna keep the restrictions
0: there? Nope, they're gonna squeeze them tighter.
1: Do you think it's just the control that they're going after or do you think they're doing it in order to help increase the fear in order to make the population easier to control?
0: It's both. And also because the shortages are going to be real. Hmm. And if they get people used to being rationed, then it's easier to deal with than to suddenly bring the rations on. So they're using, they're using the, the storm was just lucky happenstance for them. You know, yeah. the storm was a lucky happenstance. They didn't plan the storm unless of course you believe in weather control modifications, which mm, I'm not hundred percent on board with that one yet.
1: I've seen plenty of scientific, uh, scientific proof of it. And there's yeah. all kinds of cases where people went around, they were controlling the weather with their own okay. made machines.
0: alright so then so then what you're saying is the government brought on these three major storms to flood everything out and destroy everything for the purposes of uh, gaining more control
1: i think what they did is they took a storm that would have just been a normal storm and i think they made it bigger uh... Uh-huh. batter. well
0: that's possible
1: that's a very easy thing to do actually I have to do is agitate the cloud formations in order to make it bigger and better
0: yeah well at any rate they've used the storm and the cutting off of our roadways and everything to Implement rationing on goods. They haven't implemented rationings at the grocery stores yet, but the grocery stores are doing that themselves.
1: Because they have to.
0: Well, they don't have to. They could just let it
1: keep their stock in. Yeah. Well, to have anything left to sell, they have to.
0: Well, that's true. To keep it from to have anything left to sell, they have to do that. But they don't have to do it. They do it to help maintain flow of their goods versus having shitloads empty shelves. Because once they get empty shelves. People start panic buying. I actually had an interesting conversation with the uh, cashier at the uh, store today, and oh, she yeah. was like, "I swear to God, if somebody does, if somebody comes in over buying again, they're talking about this and they're panic buying. I just want to slap them." I'm like, fair enough. Okay, good to know. And she went on to tell me a tale about uh, this one lady who came through with enough toilet paper to wipe the asses of ten thousand people, and. uh <laughs> And someone asked, her, "Are you running a business?" And he goes, "No, I'm not running a business. So why are you getting to buy so much toilet paper? Why don't you just leave some here for the rest of us? You don't need that much toilet paper yourself, <laughs> you know." So it's like, and she she was actually it was actually kind of cute and listening to her. It's like, yeah, okay. So it's like, yeah, I can sort of agree with you a little bit there. And I was like, this, so I'm just buying my usual stock and. And then I'm buying additional items to fill in the gaps in my, it's like I'm beyond having to stock up now. Yeah. I am fully stocked now. What I do now is when I'm buying, I'm just buying a few extra items here and there and I'm buying something, something for dinner for the next couple of days and buying a few extra items to fill in the gaps. Yep. I'm no, longer, I'm no longer stocking up. Now I'm just maintaining, and I'm so glad because the stuff I bought six months, a year ago, I bought it at 30%. I've gotten a 30% return on all my food.
1: Yep. We are, too. We're, we're looking at prices of things that we stocked up on ages ago, and we're like, wow. Yeah. so glad we already did this.
0: hmm But you still got to keep buying those things because you're going to use yeah. it. So you're, you're still having to buy some, but you don't have to buy as much.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're just now. You're now checking. you're maintaining a level, and it's easier to maintain than it is to get ahead.
1: There is one thing that, as a family with three girls, you never seem to be able to get ahead of is women hygiene products. Men.
0: Yeah. I well.
1: To get ahead on that.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I I can't help you with that one.
1: It's like trying to get ahead on buying condoms for a frat boy college dorm.
0: Oh, they just give up condoms and they raw dog the road whore.
1: <laughs> Hello, Alex Davidson. Good to see you. Uh, I'm not
0: sure what you're asking what about, though. What? Who's <laughs> Alex Davidson? Well, welcome to the show, Alex. All right, let's go wander on to cooking, canning recipes. We are in the first hour of the show, for those that just joined us. And the first hour of the show is talking about all the things to help you out, which is relatively YouTube safe. All right, I came across this really cool recipe on Ask a Prepper, and it is an easy do-it-yourself French bread recipe. Now, they say under 10 minutes. Well, they're so full of shit. But it is a quick and easy one, and it costs you about 30 30. Well, now it won't cost you 30 cents because it depends on – well, the flour is still relatively cheap, but the eggs, as you mentioned, are no longer cheap. So it's going to cost you around 50 cents now. But it is a cool, easy recipe for making – um french bread that i never seen before and so i'm going to have to try this one cuz i like french bread and it's 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 one that'll take you a few hours to do cuz you got to let the stuff rise and everything else so it's truly you you probably spend about 10 minutes actually working on it that's what they mean they don't mean the total amount of time but it yeah. is a really good straightforward recipe and it's not one i knew about and so i'm going to have to give this one a try and make myself a french bread loaf for the next time i'm making uh spaghetti
1: so something that i just thought of yeah uh, one of the things that we have for when we don't have eggs we do a lot of baking cooking in our house mm-hmm. um i have flax seeds Yep. and you can actually use ground flax seeds one tablespoon of the ground flax seeds and two tablespoons of water and you've got yourself egg replacement yep and uh actually um i came across this bag it's uh it's called egg replacement it's done by the same company that does flour i for some reason i can't remember the brand name yep robin or something anyway yep um and uh and uh for for these guys uh that this egg replacement actually seems to work pretty well it's the same thing as flax seeds only it's like pre-made for you i guess yep i'm going to be trying it out. i haven't tried it out yet i'll back on how well it works but for but flax seeds are actually very cheap you can get a huge bag still for really cheap nobody likes flax seeds i know but but they they are a great egg replacement i use them often
0: and they are also extremely healthy for you
1: yes that is also true
0: all right so after that here we are we already started talking a bit about this and this is the one that clued me in that you need to, you've only got a couple of months left to get fully prepared. Prices are going up in 2022.
1: Worth going into debt to do it. Uh,
0: yeah, well, it can be. If you've got money in the bank or you've got money invested somewhere, I'd invest it in food because you'll get a better return than having it in the bank. Yep. Um, this is a good article here. Talking about now, this has been announced by several major manufacturers, in particular General Mills, which makes a lot of shit. Not just your cereal, but grains, breads, um, yogurt, fruit roll-ups, Betty Crocker stuff. You know, all kinds of stuff comes from General Mills. They have notified everyone that everything is going up by a minimum of 20%. And this is happening at okay. the beginning of the year. Okay? And other companies are doing the exact same thing. You know, even Dollar Tree or Dollar Store has said that they will be moving to a $1.25. They're going to be the $1. twenty-five tree. They're not going to be the Dollar Store anymore. They're going to be the $1. twenty-five tree. Uh, yay. <clears throat> that alone straight up, is a 25% increase. Yep. So, this is happening across the board. That's why I say, you've only got a couple of months left. Now, will stuff disappear? Not in the short term. But it's going to be so much more expensive. You won't be able to buy as much. You want to buy as much stuff as you can over the next couple of months. Don't go in there and Pile it on and buy everything unless, of course, it's something you really use and it's the last of it. Buy it anyway. Don't be ashamed to buy it. But the thing is, is that don't make it obvious that you're stocking up. And everyone's going, you're hoarding. No, you're not hoarding. You're stocking up. There's a difference between hoarding and stocking up. Stocking up is preparing for your future. Hoarding is panic buying. And you're buying up shit you, will never, you would never have bought before, such as people who never eat cans of peas buying up all the cans of peas. That's hoarding. Yeah. No, that,
1: that's not a smart thing to do. You're going to starve anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. well, you, you want to buy the stuff that you will actually eat. Never buy anything that you won't eat. Always buy the foods that you will eat. All right. And we've got some other things to worry about on our food supply. GMO fertilizer. GMO fertilizer? Yep. GMO fertilizer. Genetically modified organism fertilizer. Whereas fertilizer was always pretty much straightforward, not so much anymore. They are GMOing fertilizer. You want to read this article?
1: How, how are they modifying fertilizer? I thought fertilizer was pretty straightforward.
0: Yeah, it was. Until they figured out how to get in there and modify the fertilizer with genetic modification. Everything has genetics of some sort. But they found a way <laughs> to wrap the fertilizer, the nitrogen, in, in a... Protein or something that is only released at certain times, but just the fact that they're genetically mod- modifying fertilizer scares me.
1: You know, kind of, sort of, if you make your own Amazonian dirt, you're kind of genetically modifying it just naturally.
0: Well, that's a natural way of modifying things. These guys are doing it artificially.
1: Yeah, it's not I mean, entirely comfortable to think of.
0: Plant breeding. You know, growing different plants, uh, breeding your plant seeds together, that's genetic modification, but it takes a couple of generations for the modifications to take. And these modifications are natural and they will develop and be reproducible. This genetic modification is not reproducible in nature.
1: I wonder how this is going to affect the plants that grow in it.
0: I don't know. This is something new. You have to read this article in full. I've forgotten what it was all right we do have another problem coming up for those of you that don't know we had a shortage uh... we had a crop we had massive crop failures that last year in fact where is it there's an article here i want to bring up and here it is let me bring this article up here we had such great uh, shortages last year that We've got our rail our railroads. We talked about this a little bit. Our rail line our roads are closed down in wet in Western B.C.
2: Yeah.
0: Getting to the parts. You know, these are the pictures of them here. But about partway down this article, they have a quote here that just startled me. All right. Where is it? And come on.
1: Was it that we see it every year or was it somehow?
0: Nope. Okay, they're talking about, okay, the downstream effects. Okay. Uh, crop year will carry forward. Hang on. Okay, here it is. They're talking about the effects of being able to get transportation of all the grains and everything else out there. And all the food stuffs via trains. Because trains are going to be the first thing we have moving through the roads again. But then they've got this one thing here. But again, the lower volumes produced this year shortens the time it will take to catch up.
1: Oh, that's, yeah, that's actually very disturbing.
0: Okay. And the quote used to say, because I copied it into the show notes... It helps that the grain volumes are down this year because of the drought. They've changed, uh, yeah. they, they changed the quote.
1: Yep.
0: That's because they didn't want everyone to know about the drought that has caused crop shortages. Yeah. That's fascinating. should. <laughs> I should have screenshotted that. I'm going to have Between to pay attention in the future and screenshot something like that because they let the truth out and then they came back and edited it.
1: Truth wants to come out.
0: Truth wants to come out.
1: Between the droughts and the uh, unseasonal storms, yeah. we've had way less this year than we usually Well, get. that was
0: last year's. Next year's crop is going to be even worse because there's going to be a shortage of fertilizer.
1: Winter is coming.
0: Well, that's what it have been telling us for a long time winter is coming and it's not just the winter that everyone thinks it is it's the grand solar minimum winter and
1: doesn't biden keep saying this is going to be a dark
0: winter oh that's a whole nother that's a whole nother rabbit hole (laughs) unto itself man is the dark the dark winter one one. the dark winter (laughs) one's another rabbit hole unto itself but the biggest problem here is we are headed for some serious problems with our food supplies this fertilizer shortage is going to cause problems Okay. Yep. And here's another one, something you need to think about, so you can stock up if you can. Is booze, alcohol? Huh? Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. And the articles vanished. Where'd the article go? What the hell happens here, man? These people are messing with me.
1: Smell like a beer pub that hadn't opened its doors for days.
0: Yeah, well, there's that, but there was an article here about, stock, it was stocking up, and that was, it was all about alcohol. And for some reason, I didn't grab the proper link, and now I'm on the front page of this. You want to check out this website, Food Manufacturing. If you want some truth about our food systems, check out the manufacturer's reports.
1: Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it on there because that's where people need to go in order to get the real information in order to plan for crops and
0: everything. Oh, plan for crops, investing, everything else. This is the real information. This isn't. This it's like I am. I have. I've subscribed to so many places that the mainstream media never even touches, and these are direct industry areas. And a lot of these links are in the show notes. So you can get in on these links. Subscribe to their newsletters. They don't care who subscribes to their newsletters. They're happy with anybody.
1: Yeah, they just want the numbers.
0: They just want the numbers, you know. And they they give you some real truth about what's happening. They'll even tell you that consumer spending rebounds. Well, they don't bother to tell you that the consumer spending last month doubled, but they don't bother to tell you that prices increased by sixty percent. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah that would definitely I, increase the consumer spending.
1: I actually have an article uh, that talks about how uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday didn't do very well for the first time in history.
0: Well, for the first time in the, in the since they've since they've, since, uh, they've existed. Well, Black the uh, so Cyber Cyber Monday's been only been there. around since the early 2000s.
1: Yeah, but I mean like uh, since Black Friday started, this is the first time that's gone down this far. Yep. They really didn't get themselves much, uh, much more into the black than.
0: Well, it was it was more like instead of the usual Black Friday of people being crazy in the stores, it was uh, people, uh, people, um, what the hell they call it, um, shopping with crowbars.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I also have an awesome video of uh, looters looting looters.
0: Looters looting <laughs> looters. Yes, looters. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. All right, let's talk about some storage preps. Something you'll want to do. Three months of survival food for only hundred bucks. This is a really great video, I think. No, this not that. No, this is uh, something else. Sorry. Oops. Come on. Quit. Quit bouncing up different things. My computer is not overly happy with me at the moment. Got too much stuff going on.
1: Although it seems rather excited to show you everything that you might possibly be interested in.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> this is a nice article from Ask a Prepper. If you haven't subscribed to their newsletter, you should absolutely. Because yes. there is some really good stuff that comes out of here. Now, what they talk about here is a survival diet and the amount of calories you need for survival. Now, granted, human beings, we need, you know... 1500 2000 calories a day to survive. But you can survive at 1300 to 1400 calories.
1: You won't be doing much but
0: you, you'll be You'll still be doing a lot. Yeah. You'll still be doing a lot. You won't be doing as well and you will lose weight, but you will still be alright. What's important is what those calories come from.
1: Ah, uh, no processed sugars.
0: You can't have those calories from processed sugars or pure carbs, you have to have those calories from proteins and fats. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So it makes a difference where the calories come from. And what's important also is making sure those calories provide macronutrients for you.
1: Macronutrients?
0: All the stuff your body needs to survive, all the different vitamins, minerals that your body needs. Because you need more than that. I mean, think about the simple fact of what happens if you don't get vitamin C. Uh,
1: okay, I understand.
0: And you don't have vitamin C tablets to supplement it. You know, now you got to get it from your food. Make, you make, you got to make sure you eat food that has vitamin C.
1: Like rose hips.
0: Like rose hips, pine needles, um, certain leafy greens. Um, there's all kinds of ways to get it. So anyway, they talk about that. With carbohydrates, fats, and protein. Okay, and they tell you how much you need from each area: sixty percent carbs, thirty to thirty-five percent fats, ten to fifteen percent proteins. And then they go through the stockpile of stuff you should buy. And for a hundred bucks, and you can still do this for a hundred bucks right now. You can still buy these things for a hundred bucks. They talk about going out there. Your basic menu is going to be rice, beans, peanut butter, pan bread, so and oils, cooking oils, flour. So you would buy rice, beans, cooking oil, and flour. That's your basic survival diet. Cooking rice.
1: Different kinds of flour can make a difference too.
0: Yeah, well, buy buy different flours. I my flours I buy both whole wheat flour and and white flour. And I use it at a ratio of 75-25, 75, 25. 75 uh, white flour to 25 wheat flour, because I don't particularly uh, care for 100% wheat, anything.
1: I was actually thinking more along the lines of getting potato flour and getting some starch. And oh. I have all kinds of flour. Well, there's that too. Uh, you know, yeah, if you get different kinds of flours, mm-hmm. you can mix it and match the flours, absolutely, but it also adds different things depending on what kind of flour you're using.
0: Well, there's that too. Potatoes give you vitamin C and potassium.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you also want things like baking powder, salt. Make sure you've got salt. Buy shitloads ah. of salt. You just, just buy salt. Every time you go to the store, buy a box of salt. It'll never go bad, ever, unless it gets wet. And even then it doesn't go bad. It just turns into a fucking solid brick. <laughs> and you, just, you just chip at it and crunch it back up and it's salt. It doesn't go bad. Peanut butter. And you can, you can, like, I'm not overly fond of Jif peanut butter or the other processed stuff, but it's still peanut butter mostly. It has a lot of sugar in it, but it's still peanut butter. And so it will still provide you high protein. So you buy all that stuff there. Make sure you pick up a few spices and bouillon cubes. Pasta. Now, they say spaghetti sauce. I say don't buy spaghetti sauce. Buy canned tomatoes. They're cheaper than spaghetti sauce. And they're more versatile than spaghetti sauce.
1: Yeah. Also, if you get the uh, little cans of condensed tomato. Um, what's tomato that paste. One? There we go. Tomato paste. If you get lots of tomato paste, you'll find that you have more tomato sauce than you know what to do with.
0: Yeah, you can get tomato paste too. Powdered eggs and milk. And uh, powdered milk is a big one. Okay. Not, it's not cheap now. The price has gone up uh, five bucks in the last three months. I bought I bought some I bought some today, and it's up to twenty two bucks for a two kilo bag. Yeah,
1: and I have to buy another one of those soon
0: too. Yeah, so it's it's getting up there in price. So you want to get you want to get that. It's not cheap. Powdered eggs, they're not cheap either, and there's very few places to get them. You can make your own powdered eggs, and you can do it through dehydration if you can get a deal on eggs, or you have your own chickens. If you have your own chickens, you're set. You don't really need powdered eggs if you have your own chickens. This oh, year, can, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I was going to say again, you can use flaxseed, and you'll get a lot of nutrients just like you would from the eggs. But flaxseed, you can also use in place of eggs, yeah, as egg replacement, or you yep. can use it for the nutrients instead.
0: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, this year is a uh, primary goal for me is to get the chicken coop built this year. Good. And I've been talking with my neighbor who has volunteered to, when I can't be there at the Oasis, he's volunteered to either he come over or his kid come over and feed my chickens daily and collect the eggs.
1: Oh, nice.
0: So I might actually be able to get my chicken coop and get my chicken coop. I got to get it built by February, March, because that's when the, the chicks are available at the, uh, at the local uh, feed store.
1: Yeah, they're probably going to be very expensive after...
0: They'll the- be expensive this year, but they'll be worth it to get myself six chickens. Oh, yeah. And get, cause I, But it means I have to work very hard through the winter cleaning up the area and setting up the chicken coop.
1: I may never get the girls away from there once you get
0: the chickens. Well, whatever it takes. <laughs> but at any rate, though, that's just something that I've got to do because I want that protein source. All right, so make sure you get sugar, too, because you'll want sugar. You'll want honey, too, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Other things you can add, jams, jellies, other baking essentials, baking powder, soda, fruits, vegetables, canned meat, dried meat, honey, dried vegetables, coffee, and tea. And yes. get, get both. And even if you're not a coffee drinker like me, I still have a stock of coffee.
1: Always a good thing, man. In the future, that, that stuff will be worth gold.
0: Oh, well, I have I have things that I won't use that can store for 25 years plus, And if shit hits the fan, they will be worth more than a fucking pound of gold. Oh, yeah. The other one I'm working on is collecting booze. Booze that I don't drink, like vodka.
1: That's a really good idea. Vodka's also really versatile.
0: It's extremely versatile. I use it for making tinctures. But, and because it's, there's, there's really cheap vodka that can be bought even here, 21 bucks for a 750 mil bottle Mm -hmm. of vodka. So I buy every, every couple of times when I go buy a bottle of rum, I pick up a bottle of vodka. And because I can't stand vodka, I'm never going to drink it. I've tried on nights when I had no booze and it's like, yeah, try a sip of that. It's like vodka sucks. (laughs)
1: Ugh, I hate vodka. Vodka is definitely something that would last forever in my house. Yeah,
0: it lasts forever, and 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 the other thing is, it's also it also makes a good anesthetic. Mhm. You know, it also makes a good anti a good, an, good non-antibiotic. Oh, it is a bit of an antibiotic because it cleans up stuff. It's alcohol,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's good for tinctures. And I'm thinking that it'll be great to uh, use for trade if I need to. Hey, you could
1: probably trade a couple shots for like. Uh, for an entire chicken in the future, maybe.
0: <laughs> you bet you could, man. Booze, booze, um, alcohol, tobacco, um, alcohol, tobacco, and um, there's a third one. What's missing here? I can't think of the other chocolate. one. What's that? Chocolate. Chocolate, yeah, because you can't get chocolate here. But chocolate. alcohol, uh, tobacco, or cigarettes. All right, so, another article here on what to hoard. Well, they should just say what to prep for. They chose the wrong title, I think, but it works. (laughs) 24 food items to hoard or stock up on. Meats, canned meats, lots of canned meats. Now, you can, if you've got a freezer, Fill your freezer, but make sure you got canned meats on hand because if shit truly hits the fan and we lose our power, unless you have a generator to keep your freezer recharged and cold, you will lose that meat within a week.
1: Dried meats are good.
0: Dried meats, properly dried eggs, whey powder, cheese, I've still got to buy my... I still got, I keep forgetting to buy my uh, cheese wax so I can uh, practice uh, waxing cheeses. Fats, and these fats can be anything from canned butter to ghee to lard. The canned butter one, I really want to buy some canned butter. After <laughs> seeing a video from Alaska Prepper, he opened up a can of butter he'd had on his shelf for nine years. Wow. Nine years and it was still perfectly good butter after nine years on a shelf. That's impressive. I I thought so when I watched the video. So it's like yeah, it's like but it's so expensive and it's not available on the shelves here. It's something you have to order online. Yeah. Breakfast cereals, if you like them, dried milk, we've already talked about that, potato flakes. Now, in the potato flakes, what I recommend is um, because, well, you get potato flakes or the instant potatoes, but also get the hash browns, the, dry, the dehydrated uh, or freeze-dried hash browns. They come in a okay. really big container at the warehouse store near me. I've seen them up for sale at, at Costco and such. And they're usually like 7 to 12 bucks for this big container. And then you take that that little box, you open it up, you put it into jars, and you vacuum seal the jars. And I've had some that I've had on my shelf for upwards of two years. and open it up, and damn, they're still good.
1: Cool. As long as they don't get wet, they'll last forever.
0: Well, yeah, as long as you keep them vacuum sealed and dried, they're, they're pretty good. And they are instant potatoes. They're just pure potatoes, dehydrated. And, you're, and you just rehydrate them, cook them, and you're done. Potato flour, as you've mentioned. Cornmeal. Cider vinegar. I
1: found, I found purple cornmeal. It's cool.
0: Purple cornmeal. Cool. Where'd <laughs> yeah. you find that?
1: Um, I found it at my warehouse. Oh. It was on the sale shelf. but I was like, wait, purple cornmeal? Cool. That's so just a few packages. That's just <laughs>
0: coming from purple corn.
1: It looks cool.
0: Yeah, I would love a few packages of that. Because you know what's interesting about purple purple foods? Hmm. Purple foods, all the purple grains and foods that we buy, like purple this and purple that, they are high in anti- antioxidants.
1: I did not know that. They're
0: higher in antioxidants than the regular version of that of that crop. Ooh. it's something about the purple
1: maybe that's why everybody likes purple
0: yep baking soda honey molasses now molasses is a good one lasts forever
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know and it's really good i've got several packages of molasses stocked pickling salt dried fruit now you can make your own dried fruit if you have a dehydrator and a vacuum sealer i make a lot of my own dried fruit
1: also make sure you do it right
0: do what right dehydrate it or sure. vacuum seal it
1: Dehydrate the fruit. Mm. I, I dehydrated my cranberries wrong. They how, turned out
0: poorly. How do you dehydrate cranberries wrong?
1: Well, I dehydrate them until they were dry. But then they were finally dry, no longer squishy. But then I touched them and they turned to dust, and I lost them.
0: You shouldn't have crushed them.
1: I didn't crush them. I moved them.
0: Well, then <laughs> I don't know. I dehydrated cranberries, and they just—they're just. They're just- if I pushed on them, they crushed. But if I didn't, they were just dry. If I threw them in water, they would rehydrate.
1: Yeah, I don't know how I did it. Oh, okay. I, I do some weird things. You, you, you shouldn't dehydrator. have got
0: rid of them. If they're that dehydrated, now you've got cranberry powder.
1: Yeah, it would have been great if they hadn't have fallen both into the machine and onto the counter. That oh, okay. You know what? It's a huge, long story. Yeah. I, I failed. All Let's right. Just leave it at that.
0: All right. Peanut butter, coconut milk. Powdered drink mixes, seltzer water, if you like that. Protein bars, seasonings. Seasonings is a big one. Make sure you got seasonings. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to have really bland, horrible food.
1: Is seltzer water the fizzy water? Yep. Okay.
0: All right. Well, we're running towards the end of this hour here. Let's uh, cover up a couple of quick things.
1: Hang on a second. Under health prep, you said that you've heard...
2: Reporting.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Here's something I, I forgot that was there. Okay, I don't have any links for this. This is something I heard on a video that from one of my prepper vid vid guys I watch, and he was going on about you know all the all his fans, and he's got you know like 500,000 subscribers, so yeah. he's got lots of people subscribing and sending him emails and telling him stories about what's happening. And he was saying one of the things you need to stock up now is meds. And if you have any particular meds you need, such as heart meds or uh, insulin or anything like that, he has had some people reporting to him shortages of insulin.
1: That is scary.
0: And that was a very scary thing to hear. It's like, insulin? That takes me back to that one book that helped get me serious about doing shit, which is one second after.
1: That's exactly what popped into my head,
0: too. You know, is the shortage of insulin. Because one of the characters in the book, it revolves around one of the characters um, being insulin-dependent. And during an EMP, after six months having no insulin, and of course the character died because insulin-dependent people need their insulin or they die very soon after. Yeah. But insulin is only one... Of the many drugs that people depend on these days.
1: Yeah, like for instance, uh, in my family, we like my little family, we have inhalers that are needed.
0: Yeah, well, I've 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 discovered some uh, alternatives to inhalers for you.
1: Oh, me too. I've been doing a lot of research on it, making sure that I know a bunch of alternatives. Even my daughter has been doing research, making sure, but still. I, I think an inhaler is, is very fast-acting. Yeah,
0: well, it's very... Fa- uh, actually, uh, cowboy toilet paper is very fast-acting, too.
1: Cowboy toilet paper, really?
0: Yeah. What you call lamb's ear?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, you... Once it's dried, you smoke it.
1: Yeah, same thing with old man's beard.
0: Yeah, you smoke it. And it's, it, this cowboy toilet paper is fairly fast-acting when it's smoked.
1: Okay. Apparently sage, also, if you uh, breathe it in. It will help with asthma. Yeah. There's so a bunch of things. So.
0: There are alternatives to that.
1: But still, it's a really good thing to have mm. things like inhalers.
0: It is. It's a very good thing to have those. There's also some people I know that need heart medications and other things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, big one. Yeah, make sure you've got your meds stocked up because there are shortages. And the biggest reason is we don't make the meds in North America anymore. No, we don't. The vast majority of our meds come from China and India. I also caught something else while we're on scary stuff. I caught a short news report that Russia, every single one of its nuclear subs, is out of port.
1: That is scary.
0: That's an unusual event for any country to have all of its subs no longer import
1: Yeah. Now that was, I wonder who they're aiming at.
0: That's the whole problem, is why are they sending all their nuclear tactical subs out into the oceans?
1: That's not practice. Mm-mm. That's the real thing.
0: Not a drill. We've got problems. we got problems brewing, folks. We're hoping that nothing goes wrong, but if shit goes wrong... Mm-hmm. There's no time left to prepare. You need to be prepared now.
1: Just to go back to the meds for a bit, mm-hmm. while you are, while you are filling up on your meds and like sucking yourself, mm-hmm. look into natural alternatives that are available in your area. Like, like uh, my dad and I were just talking about with the asthma. We know a few things that grow in our area that yep. will help with asthma. So, uh, for instance, if you take, a, if you have to take Tylenol. Um, or, uh, on a regular basis because of headaches or something. Learn how to use willow bark. Things like that. Uh, see what you can do about finding natural alternatives in your own area for your medication. Well, it may not work as well or it may work way better. Either way, get into it. That will help a lot because supplementation or transfer. Is
0: yep. You might, you might want to even practice with it if you can.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about a couple of quick things here. All right. We'll go, with this, we'll go with this last article before we uh, bug out to uh, move on to uh, the second hour of the show. If you see these six signs, it's time to get the flock out of Dodge or bug out.
1: You really like that word flock.
0: Well, it's better than, it's better than the other F word. Yeah, but I mean, we,
1: really, we have Google to thank for it.
0: Well, it's not just Google. I, I've tried really hard in the last several years to minimize my use of swearing, but sometimes it just gets the best of me and I can't control it. But if I'm yeah. thinking about it, I try not to because swearing's not the best way to get your point across.
1: No, but it sure feels good.
0: It does feel good, but it's not the best way. <laughs> All right.
1: Anyways, back to six signs.
0: Six signs. It's time to bug out. Okay. Now, number one, make sure you've got your bag ready, your maps ready, your boots ready. Make sure you got extra boots, too. For those of you that don't have extra boots, buy your boots that you're going to need two or three years from now. Mm-hmm. Don't buy them. Don't wait two or three years. In two or three years, they may not be there. And if they are, they're going to cost way more than 100 bucks.
1: And for those of you with kids, make sure that you have an extra pair of shoes that will very likely be way too big.
0: Yep. Victim, anyway. Yep. Kind of prepare for it. All right. Deciding when to bug out is a really big thing you can do. Now, make sure you got additional things such as an emergency radio, if you can, a police scanner, talk with community leaders, etc. All right. Bug out signs. Where is this here? Sworn I, just i yeah i know but it's not making sense to me now for some reason uh, resources, resources are running yeah. short okay now this is this is the first one when resources are running short or running out altogether in your community
2: mm-hmm.
0: that is a, that is a sign that that it is time to get the flock out of dodge the environment is getting unsafe Well, I recommend to everybody in San Francisco and L.A. that they get out of there.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know, because it's no longer a safe environment for people.
1: Downtown Philadelphia, too. Yep. Actually, pretty much downtown anywhere at this point when I think
0: about it. Yep, probably. I don't know about Victoria. I haven't been down there in a while.
1: I was down there today. Get out.
0: I've been down there. I haven't been down there, and the, I haven't been down there after dark. It's, if you were down there during the day, what was it like?
1: Um, it reminded me of East Hastings.
0: Hmm. I oh know God. How much you know about East oh, Hastings? I know a lot about East Hastings. i I actually walked by it one time with a very expensive camera on my uh, over my shoulder, thinking, "How the fuck did I end up here?"
1: Did you manage to keep your camera? Yes, I did. Lucky you.
0: <laughs> well, I, I've got a look that says don't fuck with me.
1: Fair enough. Well, we had to go down there uh, for, we had to go find a business today. And, wow, I felt like I was walking through East Hastings at that moment. Mm. And I was just looking around going, you know, it kind of looks like post-apocalyptic drawings right now. Yeah. A lot of ways.
0: I, I need to go down there then and uh, do some videoing.
1: Oh, you will love it. Just go to Fizgard.
0: Mm. All right. Overwhelming force. If a hostile force takes over power in your area, you need to be getting out of dodge. Yeah. You need to be prepared, and they say unprepared, which is why I got confused here. If there's a situation you're unprepared for, get drop your ego and get the hell out of there. Yeah. And then finally is a threat has increased. You know, the threat could be anything from a natural disaster to the other disasters that are occurring in cities across North America. Everywhere is a liberal town and a liberal city. is basically what it boils down to.
1: If you're worried that your neighbor is a danger to you,
0: Get out of there. Get out of there. Yeah, if your neighbor is a danger to you, you got to get out. Yep. All right. I think it is time for me to take a bit of a break and play a little music. And when we come back, we're going to drop the tubes. So we're actually going to drop the tube during the song here and drop the others, hopefully. And we're going to be strictly on Odyssey. So make sure you move on over to Odyssey. The link is in the uh, thing here. Let me drop that link into... Let me get the Odyssey link and drop it into our chat box for the tubes here.
1: I did drop it in myself, but you dropping it in. I oh, can,
0: did you? Done. You dropped it in there. Okay, so the link's already the link's already in the chat. I'm not going to stick it in again. The link's already in the chat. So follow us over to Odyssey, and uh, we will be right back for those of you on new tech, and we will go with this one.
4: Got em in Wyoming, Montana's got its best. Seen here in other places out here in the West. Roping cows and branding calves, riding buck and bronze. It's a real joy to see a real cowboy, even in the honky towns. Whoopie tie, oh cowboy, riding the range. Whoopie tie, oh cowboy. good urban nights and drugstores and the ones from hollywood if they really didn't the way it was they surely changed their ways cause there ain't no stopping a real cowboy I'm just like the good old days whoopie tie old cowboy no room for fame whoopie tie old Nobody knows you. New ain't, but it just makes me cry, whoopie tie, oh cowboy, riding the range, whoopie tie, oh cowboy, nobody knows your name, whoopie tie, oh cowboy, riding the range, whoopie tie, oh cowboy. Trying your last day.
0: There we have it, folks. We is Bach on YouTube. This Bach by the cover. I can't, I got to memorize that.
1: On YouTube? I thought we
0: were on YouTube. Not YouTube. Sorry, we're on Odyssey. We're on Odyssey, not YouTube. Yeah,
1: we dropped the tubes.
0: We dropped the tubes. We are off the (laughs) tubes. It has been cut off, and I think I cut off the uh, face crack and the uh, Twitch. It's supposed to cut off when I turn off the switches for it, but it doesn't always seem to do that. Sometimes it keeps streaming to them, but I don't really care. (laughs) Eventually, they'll catch on, and they'll say, eh, whatever. All right, so... Let's Do go? wander down some rabbit, rabbit, rabbit holes. All you right. There's
1: something I wanted to bring for a couple of, of episodes. It's uh, just under the crazy weather. It's the very last one here. Um, Scotland is calling for a mini ice age this winter.
0: Of course they are. Why wouldn't they be?
1: Yeah, but they're actually saying it's going to be a mini ice age rather than, oh my God, climate change, we're going to be a desert.
0: This must not be their. their Uh, Mainstream media.
1: It's Daily Record. I don't know if it's our mainstream. It's just, it's it's a place I get information from. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Blaze has mentioned them, so probably not Uh,
0: mainstream. If the Blaze mentions them, they're not mainstream. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Either way, I I found this interesting because it does look like actual uh, M5M on the video. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a long video, but I listen to it. I like the Scottish accent.
2: Mm.
1: But yeah, it's, it was interesting to hear them talking about how they're actually calling for a mini ice age.
0: Well, they're ahead of the curve because in about two years, I mean, the mainstream media only mentioned the grand solar minimum a few times this year. Yeah, And in two years time, they're not going to be able to ignore it anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking that um, uh, at the end of this ice age, the countries that are going to fare the best are the countries that deal with really cold weather all the time anyway. Yeah. And the countries that actually, you know, warn their people, like Scotland.
0: Yep. Oh, absolutely. We'll
1: have lots of Scots, so maybe they'll take over the world.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, they sort of took it over once or twice before, so... Actually, yeah, I think it was bit. the Norse that took them over, the Vikings that took it over a couple of times.
1: The Vikings have definitely taken over a couple of times, but I don't think they ever truly took over the Scots. I'm pretty sure the Scots were pretty equal
0: for them. Oh, the Scots <laughs> The Scots have only been conquered by uh, England, and only because they wouldn't stop arguing with each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the only reason the Scots got conquered by England, is because they were too busy arguing amongst themselves. I don't
1: think that's ever stopped.
0: No, it's never stopped, because the Scottish Scottish don't know how to stop arguing with each other. All right, let's see what we got. ...getting colder
5: into the weekend. Through the week, it will also be fairly windy, especially across the northern half of the UK, and not a lot of rain across the south. If we run through the whole week, you can see why. High pressure is always nearby to the south. Low pressure systems running close by to northern Britain, and their weather fronts will at times bring some patchy rain. Notice the isobars are fairly close together and particularly close to those low pressure systems. That's the why see the strongest what I was winds across the north. But this high pressure generally keeping things dry.
0: All right, we'll just leave it at that. So they're expecting some serious snow here. Look at that, yeah. they're expecting up to 10 centimeters per hour
1: and that's not entirely normal for them oh it is a wee bit for the highlands uh, apparently but it's not really normal for other parts that are expecting lots of snow this year
0: so it's going to be a cold cold year in scotland yep get your get your get your willy on get your get your willy cover on gonna need it
1: wellies
0: your willy your willy color cover gotta cover the willy All right. So, well, we can we can continue on with some global activity. Here you go from principalscientific.com. Uh, drop in sunspot activity is warning of global cooling. Again, not mainstream media. No. You know, and this is the stuff that the mainstream media will not be able to ignore. We are in solar cycle 25 right now. And solar cycle 24 was supposed to be a warm year, but uh, no, and it's and they don't have 25 on the chart here, but 25 is quite low. Hmm. You know. Well, this is an article from 2017, but they were bringing it out. They haven't even brought this 400-year chart out to 2021 yet, and it's already, we're way down. So, I do
1: like that 400-year chart, though. It's very useful to help you see the pattern.
0: It's, it's, you can see the pattern massively in that. Mm-hmm. The Marauder minimum from 1700, which was 400 years ago, from 1600 to 1750, when it finally came out of it. So it was a 100-year low, basically. And unfortunately, we might be in that same exact cycle now.
1: I remember reading about the Thames freezing over in the late in the 1800s, late 1800s.
0: It happened in the uh during the uh Seventeen hundreds during the Marondre Minimum. It was in the 1700s, late 1700s, right in here, right as they were coming out of the Marondre Minimum. It was freezing over here in the 1600s, but it was still, it started to make news here. We had the Dalton Minimum in the 1800s, which, you know, gave it a bit of a freeze, but not too bad. The Dalton Minimum wasn't bad. But since the Dalton Minimum, we've been warm. And then we had the modern Maximum, which started around 1950, and we enjoyed that all the way up till the summer of ninety eight.
2: Yep.
0: Which was the best summer ever. For those that can remember it, keep those memories alive because it's going to be a long time before we have another year like that.
1: Yeah, I actually got brown as a nut that
0: year. Yes. yes, great. So did I because I was riding kabuki cabs that year. <laughs> I had the best job ever in my life. I've never had a better job since. All right, we've got some other interesting stuff here. All right, this is a sign of the grand solar minimum.
1: Don't you spell Chinese wrong?
0: Okay, <laughs> a bean field collapses, falls twenty-five feet overnight in rural Minnesota, baffling the farmers and experts. You know, for those that don't want to look into what it is
2: Did but ground freeze?
0: nope the water table uh drained down because of the
2: oh i see
0: the water table drained underneath it and the ground collapsed into what used to be water
1: uh-huh, okay. so that must have been really interesting to catch yeah. on camera i hope they caught it on camera they
0: didn't catch it collapsing
1: oh that would have been so cool to watch
0: yeah, they didn't catch it collapsing, but they, where's the overhead photos? Why aren't the overhead photos loading? Because it doesn't like me.
1: No, no, it loves you. It's trying to save you the hassle of paying too much attention.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what it looks like from anything. the angle. They had an overhead photo of it, and it's just kind of interesting, the overhead photo of it. Go look at this article. Maybe you'll get what it is. Here's another, another thought about the events that are happening. This is a YouTube video. I think I have it loaded to just the right spot. I do. Do we have it without, without an ad, or is it going to give me an ad?
1: I'm going to give you an ad just because it's you.
0: I went to watch one of my own videos, and it gave me a fucking ad. Because <laughs>
1: you're special. Mm-hmm.
4: So there were some signs in the skies here the last uh, year or so, just before
0: COVID kicked in, we had the sun do something very strange. The solar wind stopped Now there was no solar wind and our magnetosphere puffed out. And there was an enormous amount of wow factor going on. And at the same time, there's wow factors going on when the sun's activity state steps down, the electromagnetic field resonance changes too. And the perception in both lobes of your brain or both hemispheres, if you will, changes the way you perceive reality. There you go.
1: That's really interesting.
0: This is a really good video he did here. This is Adapt 2030. And basically what he was doing was Vice Magazine decided to go after and attack him for his position on the grand solar minimum. And, they, and so he did, a, he did this video talking about it. this is one of the key things I grabbed out of the video. Is that we've dropped our solar winds... It's changed the magnetic activity on the planet, which changes the magnetic activity which interacts with our bodies, which changes the way we perceive, perceive everything. And that just happens. For those that are wondering why they can suddenly sense or realize things they couldn't before.
1: That is very interesting.
0: Here's another one for us. This is a part. This is part of the grand. This is part of the cycles among cycles among cycles that we are encountering right now. We're not just dealing with the grand solar minimum cycle, which is not only a 400-year cycle, but it's also a two a 2,000-year cycle of a grand solar minimum, which makes matters worse.
1: A, aren't we kind of in a kaleidoscope of a whole bunch of yes, uh, storm cycles?
0: He, here's another cycle that is. Uh, Uh, I can't remember how many thousands of years this cycle occurs. Um, Okay, so this one, the last time this planetary happened was in 79 AD, so it's a 2,000-year cycle. We are squaring up.
1: Yes, that is something I've been thinking about a lot. I can't remember who brought it to my attention it. Was, it would have been, been me. twenty thirty, but.
0: Yeah, well, he he would have. If you've been watching him, he brought it to your attention. But I've been talking about it off and on to you for quite some time.
1: I know, um, you are the one who pointed me at Adapt twenty thirty, but yeah. this is something I've been thinking about because if I remember correctly, we're supposed to be squared up by June.
0: Uh, September next year, is when okay. we enter into that magnetic field.
1: Okay, so then June this year is when we're going to start seeing some serious effects of it.
0: Yeah, we start entering the magnetic field in June.
1: That's what I was remembering, okay.
0: Yeah, and we start entering, but we'll be square into that magnetic field in June. And we'll be there for six to eight months. I've actually got a link in here that takes you to the um, solar system. Um, it's a solar system... Uh, here. Where is it going? Is this one? Yeah, this one here. You can set any date you want and you can look at the four planets here. Let's see. where We're going to change the planets. So I'm looking at images versus icons because I don't always know the icons. And we want to have 2022 and we want to have 06 six uh, and let's change that to UTC update that there it is here's our four gas giants out here forming for us and earth is right here we're entering into that right here and these and this is not the other this is not the one I was thinking of I have another link somewhere in here is it this? Zoom Earth.
1: Every time I hear the word Zoom, I think of the Zoom Zoom kid for no, Mazda Honda. No,
0: this is something else. This is for live data. I have another link in here, and I got to find it again. It takes it. It takes you to a uh, another one where you can actually slide back and forth through the dates, and you can move the planets around, and you can see exactly oh. where the planets will be at any given point in time. And it's really quite fascinating to play with. I was playing with it a few days ago. And Whenever
1: you find it, send me the link.
0: Uh, the link is in the show notes somewhere because I made sure I saved it. Somewhere. Well, it's like I put so much stuff in here. I try to keep it organized, but, well, uh, sometimes I just forget.
1: Somewhere over the rainbow?
0: Somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> So we've got a lot of things in here, but we are entering into this squaring up, and that squaring up, we're going to be entering into the magnetic field that is created by the four gas giants, and we're going to be opposed by the sun's magnetic field, which is lowered. The sun's magnetic field is lowered, which is not a good thing. It'd be better if the sun's magnetic field was higher, because then the gas giants wouldn't impact us as much. But because the sun's going to be lowered, the gas giant's magnetic field is going to is going to have an impact on us, and we're going to get actually pulled out like a like taking a tennis ball and squeezing it between your hands. It's going to, the Earth's going to get squashed a bit. Are we
1: going to get squashed or are we going to get pulled? Because I was thinking more along the lines of when you pull on, on four corners of dough
0: and just kind of pull. It's not pulling on four corners of dough. It's like it's like it's like pulling on two sides. It's like attaching think of think of it as if you could attach strings to the side of a tennis ball or a softball or something like that and you had two ropes that were tied to two sides and you pulled them. You would actually squish the ball down a bit.
2: Okay, I understand.
0: You know, it's it's basically think about it as squishing the ball top and bottom down a bit while the sides are being pulled out.
1: Okay, but this happened in seventy nine AD. Yes. Okay, then this isn't the cause of the earth shifting, the landmass shifting.
0: We might, we never know. We've got other cycles here we're talking about. We don't know. We don't know what's oh, what what caused the the global crust displacement. And there's another theory that I went down the rabbit hole a few episodes ago of uh, the Georgia Guidestone stuff. And there's a link in there that takes you to. The, That one site there and he talks about he's the guy is thoroughly convinced that we're going to have a a earth crustal displacement by 2024. He's thoroughly convinced that 2025 January 1st of 2025 is not going to happen.
1: It'll happen. Just we don't know.
0: Humans won't be here to enjoy it.
1: Think, I think we will be. We're kind of like cockroaches. Hard to kill.
0: All right. The survivors will be here to enjoy it, but the Julian calendar will no longer be recognized.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: That was his point. Possible. That was Possible. his point, is that the Julian calendar is not going to be recognized. It's like, it's like watching the, uh, the movie 20, uh, 2012.
1: I remember that movie. Freaked me out when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. It's not that old. You weren't a kid when 2012 came out. The movie 2012?
1: Okay, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one. I'm thinking of the one... No, I was thinking of The Day After. That's what the I Day
0: After Tomorrow is a completely different movie. Yes, yeah, so I actually... That one's a bit older. I don't but
1: think I've actually seen 2012 then.
0: 2012 is the one where, where they predict the Earth crustal displacement.
1: Oh, yes, I did see that recently.
0: And, it's, uh, and, they, and the Chinese built the giant arcs for everyone to survive in. Yeah, it's like, it, it, it's both a warning about things and it's a pandering to the Chinese because only the Chinese could have possibly built those arcs and saved the world.
2: But
0: of <laughs> All right, so we've got a couple other things here. Um, <clears throat> let's see. All right. Here's one I've got from NASA. Now, you had... We just had one here where the Scottish are saying there's going to be a mini ice age, but we've got NASA saying there is no impending mini ice age. Yep.
1: I can't help but wonder who signs NASA's checkbook.
0: The U.S. government. Are you sure? Yeah, well, they're supposed to. (laughs) I don't know who else signs it.
1: I'm starting to think that the Chinese are actually the ones that are funding NASA.
0: Well, sometimes. You know they keep talking about these things happening, but when you actually dig into and you find the actual numbers, you find out that NASA's lying on their stats
1: uh-huh
0: and I look at this and I go, I wonder what they're going to be saying in three years' time
1: Well considering that when I was a kid, we were all going to be living in a frozen tundra by 2020. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that by 2030 we're going to be living, we're, it's going to be totally different.
0: yeah well they're, 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 they, they keep changing anything mm-hmm. All right, here's an entertaining one. No ice age, but. What? We just gotta let it load. But Dramatic pause. Dramatic In pause. Chinese of fishing <laughs> Come on, play.
3: Standed in frozen port in any China. Hundreds of fishing boats were stranded in a frozen port in the coastal city Dalian in northeast China's Liaoning province.
0: There we go. No ice age coming though. No. No ice age. No coming. Ice
1: age. No. But lots of ships are stranded in ice that appeared.
0: Oh yeah. Here's another one. This is the Arctic, which was supposed to be ice free. It was predicted to be ice free. Uh what's his name? Uh blowhard. Right? What's that? By 2020, right? Um, no, by 2015 or something. But yeah, and then by <laughs> 2020. Dozens of ships stuck in the Arctic as the ice freezes early in reverse of recent warming winters. <laughs> but
1: no, no many ice days. do no. no.
0: About? <laughs> More than two dozen cargo vessels are stuck in the Russian Arctic. Wait. Ugh, those
1: poor buggers. <laughs>
0: waiting for the icebreakers to come break them up and free them from the ice.
1: I would not want to be those guys.
0: No, it would be suck to be stuck there.
1: Yep.
0: It would definitely suck to be stuck there. Here's another article I've got on the same thing.
1: If it'll
0: show up. Oh, it'll show up. There we go. It just takes its time. Arctic Ocean suddenly froze. Ships stuck in the ice. It's
1: a beautiful
0: picture. Oh, yeah, it's a great photo. Helicopter, flying in stuff for them. Worst part is, what if those ships don't have enough fucking fuel on them?
1: Not enough fuel, or what if... uh, Actually, I had a thought, and now it's gone. Never mind.
0: Well, one of the interesting things is last year or the year before... Russia started building twice the number of icebreakers they normally build. They ordered up a bunch of new icebreakers. Do you think they knew something?
1: Well, they also went on record and talked about how their prediction for the climate change into the future goes the complete opposite direction of pretty much everyone else. Oh, yeah. I remember that was like a huge thing for a while where they're like... Well, we, uh, we don't agree with the rest of the world. No. Our prediction seems to be more correct and more accurate. Yeah. And they just got shit on by everyone. Oh,
0: of course they did. Because they're Russians.
1: But at the same time, they're a lot better prepared.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, they ordered up icebreakers. And I forget, there was another country that ordered icebreakers, too. But yet, Canada cut the number of icebreakers. Yeah, well... It's not sure like we have, have any concerned. northern ports or anything that... Need icebreakers.
1: Yeah, I remember uh, we sold all of our uh, snow plows and, and uh, road salt in 95, and then we had an, a, a storm of 96. Oh, yeah. And that's not that smart.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> all right, we've got one more here, and then we'll wander on. You can go check out. There's a whole crap load of articles in in the Crazy Weather Grand Solar minimum section of the show notes. Oh, yeah. All right, here's one that I believe is going to help carry us into the next segment because, well, we've got to go into the Rona segment, no matter what happens. Climate change could hurt babies' hearts, a study says.
1: Yeah, I heard about
0: that. Okay. Yeah. This is one of the ways they're going to cover up the damage that the vaccine is doing to kids. Yeah. Young adults, because this vaccine is, we've already covered it in last show, all the athletes just falling over, dead, boom, we're done. You know, falling over after having had the vaccine. But they're saying that heat and pregnancy don't mix, high temps, blah, blah, blah. And so they suddenly got a study that says, Oh, I, I love this. The study in the Journal of the Heart found that a large number of babies will be born with congenital heart defects between 2025 and 2035 due to the mother's exposure to higher temperatures triggered by climate change while pregnant. But, but, but what are they going to do when it's cold?
1: <laughs> wow. You know, we had a pretty hot summer when I was pregnant.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Both my kids are fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. But this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to. They're trying to cover up all of this crap. That is nicely
1: placed, though. Twenty twenty-five and twenty thirty. That's twenty twenty-five that to twenty thirty-five.
0: That's that's you know, four years into the future. Actually, three years into the future now.
1: Yeah, and, and it is about the time that people will realize my baby has problems. That's right. So. Mm-hmm. They're they're working on covering their asses, but the problem is I don't think
0: it's gonna be all that warm. Yep. All right. All right. Let's see where did it. Here we go. Rona gonna gift you this segment brought to you by. Let's see how can load for me. I'm just some load and everything at a reasonable speed.
1: Yeah, your computer is displeased with you
0: today. Well, it's always displeased with me when we do a show because I have so much shit going on.
1: Yeah, but it's really cranky with you tonight. It usually, it a little better.
3: It is brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer, Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline,
0: brought to you by Pfizer. I'm not gonna Making go through. I'm not gonna go through the whole minute of it tonight. Simply to say, the Rona is brought to you by Pfizer. I think it is time for... This is something I has happened to so many families. I actually know of at least one family that this has happened to, provided that this tweet hasn't been deleted too, I may have to no longer resolve. I may have to start screenshotting everything from Twitter.
1: Oh, yeah. They are getting really good about deleting everything.
0: Yeah. This year, there will be two empty chairs. This is from a tweet. This year, there will be two empty chairs at my dining room table. No, not unvaccinated family members. My grandmother, who died after her second Pfizer vaccine. My brother, who died from lockdown, depression, and fentanyl flooding our borders. Yeah. Okay. And thing is, I've actually run into a couple of people that have ostracized or they're dealing with family members that don't want them around because they're not vaccinated.
1: I... I- don't think i know anyone who doesn't have family members ostracizing him for the same reason
0: you know i do know of someone who has told me that they lost a family member shortly after their second vaccine
1: yeah
0: so it's like this is the problem you know and the numbers are climbing and it's getting worse. And now that they've pushed this vaccine down to five-year-olds.
1: Which is disturbing.
0: It's extremely disturbing. I consider it child abuse to be pushing this on your kid.
1: It is. I mean, there are lots of vaccines that never made it to below 16, which were, which people were, they, they were pretty upset about. Yeah. But it didn't make it below age 16 until it had been around for 10 years. Yeah. This hasn't even been around for two years. It
0: hasn't even okay. been around a year. You're
1: right. It just feels like 10 years.
0: It only came out last December after the election in the United States. It wasn't even the first jabs weren't made until January yeah. of last year. Of this year. January of this year. Sorry, January of this year. We're not out of this year yet. This hasn't even been here a year. The side effects are mounting at a rapid rate. Yeah, People aren't believing it. They believe everyone should be jabbed. I've seen so much horrific shit on Twitter, such as, you know, because Canada, in Canada now, you can't ride on a train or a plane without that vaccine passport. And there's people that are going, yeah, yeah, that's good, 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 yeah. And then I was like, you people are the reason why Nazi Germany came to power and piled people into trains and pushed them off to concentration camps to get gassed.
2: Yeah.
0: That's exactly how it occurred. And they don't see it. And it's happening now in Australia. Yeah, it is. They're, they're taking aboriginals, and of course they got to start with the easiest group to go after. Yep. And that's what they did in Germany. They didn't go after the Jews immediately. They went after, I can't remember the list. There's a list of people they went after before they went after the Jews. And they were the most sidelined and ostracized people. And so they're going after the aboriginals in Australia. They're not only taking people who are COVID positive to these concentration camps, because make no mistake, that's what they are. They're okay. taking people that are close contacts, people that it
1: means families and friends.
0: Means families and friends. People that aren't even tested positive for this disease. Oh, you were near these people. Yes, you're going to the concentration camp, quarantine centers. And then these mm-hmm. pe- people in Australia are posting these pictures. Oh, it's like a Holiday Inn Resort. Look at all this wonderful thing. They get a room and this, and it's like no. No, no, that's, that's the, oh, what am I looking at? That's the, that's the brochure picture of it. That's like going to a two-star hotel and they've given you the brochures at a five-star hotel. You know, so yeah, it's happening, folks. Australia's the, Australia's the testing ground. It's been the testing ground for the last two years.
1: That actually uh, makes me think of something I brought tonight, which is uh, down. Uh, pretty far down. It's after the last one you brought. It's uh, get the shot or get shot.
0: Get so, the shot or get shot. There we go.
1: Yeah. So this is something that is rather disturbing. I um, found this site. This is an interesting site, by the way. They delete everything nowadays. It's very interesting. So uh, this is disturbing. People are talking about mass genocide. Mm-hmm. They're pushing it uh, for the unvaxed. I mean, honestly, I was kind of expecting this, but at the same time, it's like suddenly realizing that a bird shit on your head, you were expecting it when you were standing down at the beach, but you're still shocked and grossed out when it happens. Yep. And that's exactly what I'm feeling right now. Like people are pushing for a mass genocide. Well, this is exactly how it happened before.
0: It's exactly what happened in Germany and that actually leads into my pet peeve if you're willing to yeah hang on a second let's let's dissect this a little bit first yeah and they go someone named janine Ritter, cole chemo yeah that's a pseudonym i'm ready to say let them die you make a choice to not get your shot for any reason other than a doctor's note you should not be allowed health care you are like the brats in a class that ruin it for everyone I'd like to agree with you. This is so stupid. Unfortunately, I can't bring myself to wish ill will, even on the willingly ignorant. Oh, French ball. God, that's a horrible fucking name. I have no problem with that. If we're lucky, we can cut out 30% of the population that votes the wrong way. You know what? In ironies of ironies, this one here should have been fucking mainstream media, but of course it's only in the alt tech world. Yep. is not this. There's a Canadian doctor who no longer lives, thank God. Well, I shouldn't say that. That's horrible of me to say. But the irony is, is that he's a heart surgeon and he posted a tweet similar to this. All those unvaccinated should just be left to die. I won't cry at their funerals, blah, blah, blah. And I can't remember all the other stuff that went into it. He got his booster shot. Two weeks later, he died of heart complications.
1: Wow, poor
0: guy. There, there's an irony for you.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And he was a heart surgeon, cardiovascular surgeon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I just found like, okay, well, it's sad yeah. that you didn't understand even your own science. And it's sad that you had such a, sad, a horrible thing to say. And karma came along and said, yeah, well, fuck you.
1: You yeah, uh, know, I saw in Rebel News that after the floods, like, people who weren't vaxxed weren't being allowed on planes. They weren't yep. being allowed to travel. Yep. And uh, I realized, you know, this person who's being interviewed has a point. We've all gotten so used to being treated as second-rate citizens, us unvaxxed people. We don't even really think about it. It's just part of life. Like, this woman was talking about how she and all the other unvaxxed parents had weren't allowed to go into the hockey rink to watch their kids play hockey. And I realized, you know, I I'm doing the same thing. I've just gotten so used to it, I don't even think about it. But when you really think about it, ten years ago this would not be okay. Mm-hmm. There would be protest, mass protest. The yep. even the M five M would have said something. Yep. But nope, not now. Now it's just part of everyday life. All right. Let's disturbing.
0: see let's see what your pet peeve of the week is since this rolls into it.
1: So uh, the link I brought is Solidarity. And this is a fantastic site that I've actually gone through. It was started by Artur Pawlewski. And he started it, but he doesn't run it. He doesn't own it, nothing. He just he started it. And it's actually based on Poland's Solidarity Movement that they did. Now, the more that the government stepped down on the Solidarity Movement, the more members it gained. And we've already managed to gain a lot of members here in Canada. Yeah. And what my pet peeve is in regards to this is the fact that we are absolutely 100% totally and completely repeating history. We are repeating history in every way that led up to World War 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And we it's funny cuz I remember learning about things like this and being taught these are the lessons we need to remember so we don't repeat it. And here we are, repeating history. Yep. So, uh, what I wrote is, my pet peeve is the stupidity of our race. The need for violence, the need for anger, the need for repeating every single mistake just when we were making actual headway and to become as a species as a whole. We are allowing ourselves to be nothing more than a bunch of lobsters in a goddamn bucket. Every time some of us start escaping, the rest of us pull us back down. And here we go again. Yep. It's, it's infuriating. And this actually led me to a thought, which is how much of our time in our lives do we spend standing in line? We spend a lot for sure. I, I think it's probably close to the amount of time we spend sleeping. We spend so much time standing in line with our proper obedience training. No cutting, no fidgeting, don't no get too close. We're all very well trained. So... My theory is that that training led to the training over the past two years of obeying completely ludicrous rules, mm-hmm. which is our main issue. Our main issue is that we are so good, so well behaved at obeying these stupid rules, and It all came from learning to stand in line patiently and obediently. Which leads me to a statement that a relative of ours made, peace through anarchy. Perhaps he wasn't too far off. Maybe we need to spend a bit more time breaking the world so that we can as a species and actually develop than following the
0: world. Well, maybe. Maybe he had a great idea. He'd probably be a narco, uh, uh, an arc, a narco, a, a narco, uh? narco? Uh, wh- no, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a, uh, an advocate, arco, ar- narco, a, uh, narco, narco an- anarchist, narco an- ar- anarchist
1: narco anarchist I think well, like that's I think that's the
0: term it's uh, from um, dollar vigilante and anar anarcho, anarcho an- an- anarchist in other words uh, his peace through anarchy is it's not the anarchy part the an- the anarchy part is the no government in my life
2: mm-hmm.
0: part and Those anarchists there are the anarchists of the late 1800s, the Wild West area, where you had assholes, but if they came to town, everyone gathered together and strung up those assholes and put peace back in their town. And they lived with minimal government oversight and rules and regulations, and they lived relatively peacefully amongst themselves for the most part. Not completely, because humans, unfortunately, you put us together in groups of more than two or three, and we have a tough time living in peace.
1: We really do. We are a strange species.
0: We are. It's because, it's because two people can work to get along together. Put a third person in a mix, and now you have problems, but you put four, five, ten, twenty, fifty, a hundred, two hundred, ten thousand, it starts to get a little fucking chaotic. Because everybody wants to do things their way. And because we were given the gift of free will, which Mm -hmm. some of us exercise, others of us would prefer not to exercise our free will. And we just want to be told what to do.
2: Yep.
0: Which is about 90% of the population wants to be told what to do. You can look actually, yeah, you can look at it's 80 to 90%. You can look at the number of people who have had the vaccine to tell all the people who want to be told what to do.
1: Yeah, and they want everyone else to be told what to do too, so that they can feel like they're part of a group.
0: That's right. It goes back to that to that uh, psychological study of the lines. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are definitely in a extreme time right now, and the world is either going, the human race is either going to grow or collapse. It's hard to know which one's going to happen here. Yeah,
1: I I just don't know. I mean. It seems like it could go either way. I almost feel like it's going to essentially be like a continent that that, uh, lives through an earthquake. And you have one set of mind on one side, the other on the other side.
0: Yep. All right. We've got another one here once I get through the advertisement.
1: He's a puppy. That's a cute puppy. Yep. And a pretty chocolate. Ooh, I saw the most beautiful truck the other day. Mm. Oh, it, was, it was a 1985, fully refurbished, gorgeous truck.
0: Ooh. Yep, all right, let's go with My this. friends, welcome. Henry Kissinger said, if you control food, you control people. Nowhere is that on better display than today in Aurangabad, India, where it has been decreed that anyone who doesn't take their shots can no longer buy groceries or fuel. This is the full-scale realization of the no-vax, no-food agenda that we've been anticipating for some time now. There you go. I'll leave it at that. You'll have to go watch the rest of the episode to find out what else he talks about. I just wanted that one particular part.
1: Again, something that I saw coming down the pike, but it's still kind of a shock to hear about it yep. and experience it.
0: And it started in um, Austria. Not Australia, but Austria. Hmm. and Austria started this uh, last week, week before, and now it's moved to India. Wow. Which means it will move to other countries as it's, being, as it's accepted. Some of these countries are fighting back.
1: Good. Hopefully we manage to fight back. Hopefully we
0: fighting. do. I don't, I don't have high hopes for Canadians.
1: Well, that's right. Um uh solidarity yeah, I, Canada.
0: I will I will go back to that and start using that. All right, so now we've got a few other things here. You've got oh yeah, you brought the same one I did. The LA firefighter literally drops yep. his pants and wipes his arse <laughs> with the vaccine mandate.
1: Yep.
0: I love that one.
1: It's just too awesome not to bring. Oh, I know.
0: (laughs) I saw that and I'm like, yeah, good on him. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Come on. You going to play for me?
1: I see you're starting to follow Blaze, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Blaze pops up a lot. Good one. Ah all right
1: well, unfortunately
0: believe- though they do end up losing videos at times yeah well we'll deal with that so yeah that one's a good one i do like that all right so this one here you've got us expected to toughen testing requirements for travelers
1: yeah backs and non backs alike.
0: yes well this one here is one that I also have in here, but it's on a different course. And this is another reason why Canadians need to stock up on their foodstuffs. Because yeah. the Biden administration is in January going to try and mandate that everyone crossing the border have a vaccine passport. And the reason I just say vaccine passport instead of double vaxxed is because many countries are changing the term of the vaccine passport. Are they? England, Australia, um, Israel. They're saying double vaxxed is no longer good enough. Now you have to have the booster.
1: Ah, so... And kind of like, it's kind of like the passport that you had to have for the kids in order for them to go public school. Yeah. They have every checkbox ticked off.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. So what that's going to do is there is 30% of the truck drivers that have said, fuck you. We're not taking your fucking vitamin supplement. Yep. And, uh, that's that's eleven. That's eleven million truck drivers, in the states. Thirty mm-hmm. percent of the truck drivers, eleven million truck drivers. People have no idea. Most people don't even comprehend the fact that everything you bought in your store was delivered by a truck driver.
1: No, they don't.
0: They don't. They don't even realize that it didn't get to the store without a truck driver, and. Canadians seem to forget the fact that approximately 80% of the shit you buy in the store
1: is not from Canada.
0: It's not from Canada. It comes through the United States, from Mexico to the United States. Yeah. Or from a U.S. port to the United States. Or from the U.S. port in the States to Canada. So those yeah, truck drivers aren't going to be delivering, so that's going to drop the amount of goods that are delivered to Canada dramatically. Oh, yeah dramatically so it's like if you have anything you want to do in the next two years you need to start buying it's like I'm on a buying spree right now I'm sucking money that I've been saving in my bank account and I'm investing in all the projects I'd anticipated doing over the next two years I'm I'm, I've saved this money for doing things and I'm just like yep, I got to spend it now and not only because I know the shortages are coming I also know the price increases are coming for the stuff that's still going to be available.
1: Oh, it's a rough go. That's for sure.
0: We are in a world of hurt.
1: Hang on a sec. The goddess new Hazarai? What is that about?
0: Where's that at? Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay, this was before... Okay, I was... I, I caught all the information before they labeled, before they labeled the latest version of of the uh, virus as Omicron, which is actually an anagram for moronic.
1: I know. I think that's so funny. <laughs> it's also
0: an anagram, anagram for the name of a cancer virus.
1: Oh, that's it? Fantastic.
0: Yes. Yes, and that cancer virus is an MNRA cancer virus. Did
1: you know that Omicron actually has the mildest symptoms?
0: Yes, yes, I know. (laughs) But it was originally just called the new virus, N-U. Hmm, interesting. It started out being called new, and then two days later they changed the name.
1: Maybe too many people caught
0: on. Yeah, well I just kind of call I just kind of went, hmm, the goddess New has arrived. And if you know your Egyptian Egyptology, you know who the goddess New is.
1: I can't remember. How about you enlighten me?
0: She's the one with the spread wings. The goddess of the night. Goddess of the sky. Ah, okay. New. And you. So I thought that was fascinating, and I, I put this in the show notes before, and then I forgot it was there. And yeah, this—they changed it two days later because this was on. It was posted by John Teeter.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Really? <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's too funny. Okay, how much is John
0: Teeter posting? I don't know, man. <laughs> but he's been posting on We Are Change.
1: That is interesting.
0: <laughs> I just noticed that. He's that been is so cool. he's been posting a lot of stuff.
1: Okay, for anyone who's not already aware, John Teeter, self-proclaimed time traveler. I wonder if it's the same Teeter. Maybe don't. it's the, it, maybe it's this timeline's version of him. Before he travels.
0: Could be, man. That's actually <laughs> quite funny. I just I just noticed that I looked at it and said, "Wait a minute! This says John Teeter."
1: <laughs> that is so cool.
0: I'll have to go look at the articles he's posting. Okay, that's just <laughs> too much funny because it's from We Are Change, which is a really good website. He's got a couple of different uh, different people over there that post. I, I'm that a, is really cool. A, that one's just <laughs> funny. All right. Here's another one. Um, Vax Scam Roundup. AccuWeather. Daily Coronavirus Briefing. Moderna CEO Issues. Dire Warning.
1: What is a Dire Warning?
0: The vaccine effectiveness looks likely to drop 60% against the Omicron variant. Oh,
1: no. You're going to actually feel the cold-like
0: symptoms? Ah, something like that.
1: Oh, no.
0: U.S. set to approve boosters for all. UK set to approve boosters. This is a roundup of all. This is what's interesting is this comes from the AccuWeather website, which is the website I go to for weather reports on BC and such. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they've got a whole roundup of articles in here just on the Rona.
1: Omicron could cause significant traumas for aviation industry.
0: Yep.
1: Interesting.
0: Well, the traumas are going to be because, you know, people won't be able to fly.
1: Yeah, but I'm just, I find it interesting. The most mild variant of this thing Mm -hmm. is apparently the worst. So everyone's got a man cold.
0: Got it. Yep. Yep. Everyone's got a man called more Michigan adults hospitalized than any port, any point during the pandemic or the scamdemic.
1: Yeah. And I'll bet you most of them are
0: vaccinated. Most of them are vaccinated. They don't bother telling you that part. Omicron cases top 200 around the world. Quick panic. You know, what's funny. Okay.
1: 200 around the world. That's
0: it. Yeah, I know that was six hours ago. Um, Okay, wow. here's one interesting thing about this. Okay, the omicron supposedly came out in Africa, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, now to fly currently worldwide, you got to have one or two things to fly.
1: A negative test or double box.
0: That's right. If you got a negative test, that means you're definitely not infected. If you're double-vaxxed, they've already told everyone that double vax doesn't keep you from becoming infected. Yes. So this Omicron, which is in, originated in Africa, is now in every or multiple countries. Canada's claimed they have it and UK, and everybody's claiming they have it now. So it's all over the globe. The only way it could have got there was by vaccinated people. They, they, Although, are, they aren't even paying attention to their own fucking lies anymore.
1: <laughs> Although, isn't it true that you can still travel if you get an antibody test and you have the antibodies?
0: Nope, you gotta have, it, you gotta have a negative test.
1: Oh, shitty. I thought that was still a thing.
0: Well, you gotta have a negative test. Okay. And some places are no longer even, like Canada, you can't use a negative test to fly in Canada anymore. Yeah, we learned that during the floods. Yeah. Yeah, So we've got some really crazy... This is a good roundup of the articles that have just recently come in. All right, what else have I got here? Oh, this one here. (laughs) This one here is ironies of ironies of ironies. Oh. A German euthanasia clinic now requires covid vaccine for patients seeking death
1: oh my goodness okay wow that is a special one
0: i Make have sure a person
1: that up and save it.
0: i'm a, a person who has decided to euthanize themselves because of whatever reason in their life they need to exit this planet must now get a covid vaccine Before they can be lethally injected to die. Wow. Okay. Wow. (laughs) It's like, I I saw that and I'm like, that can't be true. But it really...
1: They're citing that they're keeping their staff safe. That's right. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) My goodness.
0: It's like, it's like... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The stupidity here is off the fucking scale.
1: Yeah, well, it wasn't the Germans that, that thought to take a pencil at the space. It was the Russians.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We're coming up at the end here. I think it's time we wrap it up. But before we wrap this up, I want to wrap it up with my final item here. You no longer really have to worry about the COVID, the Rona, the Wuhan flu, whatever you want to fucking call it. The next attack on us is going to be the smallpox. Recording, testing, one, two, three. Okay, let's go. All right. So I cut out right at this point here where I brought in this article here about recording. Can you hear me okay? Yep, I can hear you. Check one, two. Everything seems to be okay. It still seems to be recording properly. Okay, let's go see if I can share the screen with you again. All right. Let's give this a try. And keep an eye on that. All right. All right. Back to the thing that is going to attack us next is the smallpox, BioWare. There we go. If you've been paying attention to the news in the last six weeks or so, you'll notice that smallpox has popped into the news an awful lot. I haven't noticed, but I don't do M5M. Okay, well, I pay attention to a little bit of both. And it's not just in there. But the thing is, is that smallpox is a disease that humans have been dealing with for thousands of years.
1: Yeah, it kind of comes in
0: waves. It comes in waves, and we've kind of got a handle on it in the last 60 years, or maybe it's been the last 70, 75 years when we created the smallpox vaccine. And that vaccine put mostly an end to it. But when you dig down deep into that vaccine, the reality is the smallpox never went away. They actually just changed the name of the disease. What's that? What
1: they changed it
0: I don't remember now. It's, it's it was a deep dark rabbit hole I went down one day, and I went oh so it still sort of exists. I
1: mean, smallpox is really just a variant of chickenpox,
0: right? It is a variant of chickenpox. Yes, it causes and massive like ma- get. and the problem. The thing is, is Europeans on the whole were generally immune to it for the most part. Okay. Well, that's well, it was because that's where it attacked for many centuries, and of course, in you, you've got to deal with um, um, what's his name, um, the guy evolution. Darwin. Darwin's theory of evolution, meaning the strongest survive. Smallpox kills yes. off all the people that don't have immunity to it. The people who have immunity to it survive, breed, create kids that have an immunity to it. So, you know, know, it's kind of like when Europeans first came to North America, smallpox was a relatively unknown disease across North America, and they brought smallpox with them because they're immune to it, but they're still carrying the disease. They spread it to the First Nations people, and it freaking wiped out the First Nation population here, literally wiped them out, killed about 90% of the population. You know, because they had no immunity to it. They'd never been exposed to it. Well, the problem is, is the last 70 years of us using a vaccine to control this disease, there's a shitload of people who exist now who have no immunity or exposure to smallpox. So the theory is now is that in the last six weeks, smallpox has suddenly appeared. First, here's the timeline as I've heard it and I've seen it. First Bill Gates, you know, Dr. Bill Gates, who loves his vaccines starts talking doctor? about I didn't think he's a doctor. He's not. That was facetious. Okay.
2: okay.
0: He's not a doctor. Never know these days. I know. First he starts talking about smallpox and the possibility of it resurging. I think I can't remember the exact interview he gave. Then a few days later Strangely, they find live smallpox virus virals when they're cleaning out a storeroom of a lab in New Jersey or somewhere.
1: Interesting.
0: And what was entertaining is in the No Agenda show, they brought this stuff forward. And, of course, they've got a history of clips going back for 10 or 12 years now. And they went back to 2014 And they pulled out another clip, which could have been exactly... It was virtually the exact same clip about finding smallpox virus in a lab.
1: Just a random lab or like... An an (laughs) old
0: testing lab that was being cleaned up. And supposedly they found this smallpox virus. There's a really good... No agenda does a really good job of analyzing it.
1: Yeah, they do.
0: Um, But the thing is, is, what happens is... Then you hear about that, and then it goes away for a few days, and then it's brought forward again. And what was it? It was something else that caught. Bill Gates keeps warning about it. They discovered a smallpox in a Merrick lab, and, of course, Merrick, Merck, 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 Merck Laboratories. Merck vaccines. They're the ones that create the vaccine for smallpox also.
1: That's not creepy at all.
0: No, no. There's no coincidences there. There's never coincidences. All of this stuff is just it's random. It's totally random. Happenstance, yes. No coincidences. Um, Let's see (laughs) here. Let's see if I can find it real quick. I should know where all these are by now, but I can never find them when I want them.
1: Well, the reason you can never find them when you want them is because you go through so much information.
0: Coincidence? So much I think not! There you go. <laughs> and everything moves
1: on you.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. So, you know, one of the theories, of course, this article here I've got here is that the theory is that they might they might use the smallpox vaccine to either stop, halt, or make the 2022 elections in the states become full-on mail-in ballots. And we know how well that works.
1: Wow! Yeah, that could be that could be a thing.
0: Well, yep. they've got a really interesting uh, picture here of the three phases of the COVID vaccine mortality. In zero to 30 days, it's either blood clots, thrombosis, myocarditis, strokes, heart attacks, spontaneous abortions, pulmonary, pulum, pulmonary, 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 thank you, pulmonary embolism, anaphylactic shock. In the medium term, one to two months, vaccine-induced immunodeficiency.
1: That's 12 months, one to 12 months.
0: One to 12 months, sorry. Antibody-dependent enhancements, autoimmune reactions, prion-like neurological destruction and heart failure. One to 10 years, spike protein-induced chromosomal damage, cancer, severe immunodeficiency, Fatal autoimmune disorders, suppressed DNA repair mechanism, infertility, reproductive disorders.
1: Yep. Yep. Those aren't terrible symptoms, not at all. No, no, no. <clears throat> yes, Bill, 12
0: monkeys. Yeah, Bill Gates paints a picture like 12 monkeys with the airport release of smallpox. Oh,
1: God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's kind of what enters into my brain, <coughs> when I think, about how this uh, initial COVID was released. Although, from all the information I've been able to gather over the past couple of years now, uh, there was initially two strains. Yeah. One strain was deadly, one was not. And I've developed a theory along with my partner that the strain that was not deadly actually inoculated you against the strain that was deadly.
0: That's that's exactly what it was in the beginning. I've heard that theory a few times.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting theory. It Mm kind of leads on to a whole bunch of other theories, which I'll leave alone.
0: Well... But... I still I still think I had it back at the very beginning.
1: Oh, I know I did. I was actually confirmed to have it. So me and every single one of my coworkers, because we worked at the Navy base, and <coughs> we all know that the military gets it first.
0: Yep. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps us. We could go on forever with this one, and we've got so much oh, yeah. more stuff. I've got tons on The yeah. Great Reset, tons of articles Resets. on The Great Reset. These articles, a lot of this stuff, we'll bring it forward to next show. You know,
1: maybe we should do an extra show. Well, sometime just to cover up all the random. Well, things. I have
0: been doing extra shows.
1: Yeah, you told me
0: that. I've been doing an extra news show, maybe maybe on a Thursday night or a Friday night, depending on my mood, and what I'm doing the next day. You know, I've been doing an extra show to try and catch up on it, catch up on all this stuff because we've got just so much stuff. I don't, we don't. Our two-hour weekly show is no. <laughs> it started out to be enough time.
1: But it's really not. There's too much craziness.
0: The crazy in the world just won't fucking stop.
1: No, man. Like, I think in order to cover everything we bring, we would honestly have to start the show earlier and mm-hmm. have three to four hour show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We can't go much past 10, because I got to get up in the fucking morning.
1: So do I. My cat has a vet appointment.
0: <laughs> well, it's not just that. I have work to do. Work to do, kids to
1: get to school, yeah. life to
0: live. Life to live, and it's like, yeah, I, I, if we could get a fan base that would support us, I would greatly do. I would, I would happily do what the No Agenda show does. They do a, oh, me too. They do a three to three to four hour show every week.
2: Yeah. Or twice a week. Two times a week.
0: Twice a week, so it's six hours a week, and it's still not enough enough time for them. But they do a really great job of of analyzing it. And I'm getting better at my analysis of these stuff. These articles, um, little by little, I'm gonna have to start capturing. I'm gonna have to start capturing the uh, clips and playing them locally because bringing them up on on the on the internet is not always dependable, as we found out tonight. Stuff that
1: yeah. was
0: there is no longer there, so I'm gonna have to start capturing stuff.
1: Although I gotta say, I am very grateful for the internet right now because essentially the elites are playing whack-a-mole
0: mm-hmm.
1: every time they shut down a site that they don't like another 3 pop up. So they're just playing whack-a-mole. Well,
0: right they'll be playing whack-a-mole until they finally decide to try and shut down the whole internet and then uh, many people will move to the dark web.
1: See, that's the other thing that's been bothering me is I have this thought about how right now they're playing whack-a-mole and they're kind of sort of backing themselves into a corner right now. Yep. In order to keep control, they're going to have to shut down the grid but in order to shut down the grid, they're going to screw themselves over too. Yep. So it's, it's an interesting conundrum, I think, that they're facing right now. I think, in a way, I feel like we do have a bug in the matrix, so to speak. Yeah. Because of all the issues we've been facing, all of the breakdowns in the various parts of the grid. And dudes named Ben, they are doing an amazing, fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, dudes and dudettes named Bur- uh, Ben and ben and Burdette, they're, they're doing great. But I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with it.
0: Oh, yeah. They will be. You got to remember a lot of them. Yes. Yes, we're still live. Um, A lot of the dude and dudettes that are being forced to get their vaccinations. They're saying, fuck you. And they're walking away and saying, let it burn.
1: Yeah. And that's why I'm thinking that they may not be able to keep up with it. Oh,
0: they'll be able to keep up with it because dude and dudettes that love this stuff, they'll get bored and they'll create their own networks.
1: Ah, uh, that's true. That's true.
0: You, you gotta remember those people that run this shit. They are high-functioning fucking autistic. Yeah. And they're fucking OCD-compelled. <laughs> and they can't stand to just sit there. They'll start. They'll start coding in their own shit.
1: But what I'm thinking about is how the elites have kind of backed themselves into a
0: corner. Oh yeah. Well, the elites are fucked.
1: Mm-hmm. either they keep the power by shutting everything down <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, or, or they allow themselves to lose the power that they've managed to
0: gain. Yeah, but see, there's a problem here, okay? I wish I could remember the series. Okay, there was a series of a show I watched in the 90s and I, it was about a guy and it was and it was the, it was the future of the internet and it was like the most amazing series and it was the future of the internet and it was a guy who pissed off the elite they got him in a car accident and he pretended to become a quadriplegic but he didn't he wasn't he lost his legs he was still in a wheelchair but what he did was he wrote a hacking script to hack into the internet <coughs> that the elite <coughs> We're massively controlling so that all of the opposing people could get their information out through the dark web.
1: Are you talking about the Dark Angel?
0: Dark Angel, that's it.
1: I love that show. And it's not just about that guy. It's also <coughs> about the superhuman <coughs> woman.
0: Oh, okay. I can't remember all that. But yeah, it's like it was such a fascinating show.
1: It is. I love that show. They don't have it anywhere, though. I haven't even been able to find it to buy it.
0: Uh, I'll have to look it up. I didn't know the name of it. I forgot the name of it. But I used to watch it all the time.
1: Dark Angel. It's an amazing TV series. They didn't finish. They 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 left it on a cliffhanger because they got the first season out. And then it was canceled. My guess is too close to the bloody truth. 2000 to
0: 2002.
1: Yep. That's Dark Angel. Yeah. I love that TV series. Yeah. It was- yeah the guy in the wheelchair. Freaking fantastic.
0: Yeah, and this was before... Yeah. (laughs) This was just the beginning of the internet. He was doing shit in that show that had yet to be mainstreamed and supposedly invented. It was invented, but it wasn't mainstreamed yet.
1: Yeah, you're talking about the guy who was the eyes.
0: Yeah, the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Freaking amazing. it It was an amazing show, and it showed... What can be done by a fucking serious hacker? Yep. And there's a shitload of them out there.
1: Yes, there is. Although, when you think about it, if everything does get shut down because the elites have decided to try and keep their foot on, the, on their boots on the neck, mm-hmm. then that is going to create a whole new version of chaos. But at the same time, in a few months from now, they try to shine the light to bring people in. What do you think they're going to find? Do you think they're going to find people who have managed to survive who are eager to come to the light and obey? Or do you think they're going to find people who are looking at the light and shooting at it?
0: Hard to say.
1: Yeah, it is hard to say, isn't it? It's like, hmm, our species has kind of gotten a little weak over the years, but at the same time, the ones who
0: survive... Holy sweet. crap! What? You can get the series on Amazon for 226 bucks.
1: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I love that series. I can't afford
0: it. Holy that. crap. That's fucking ludicrous.
1: <laughs> yep. Says a lot about the information that's in that TV series, eh?
0: No fucking shit.
1: <laughs> you can also... I've, I've managed to watch it for free on my uh, very illegal sites. I can send you a link.
0: Yeah, well, you should download them. I can't. Why? If you can watch it, you can download it, or rec- oh, yeah. or record it. Yeah, season season one is not available, but season two is 60, 69 bucks. The whole se- the whole, the complete series is two hundred and twenty six bucks. Oh, is it two
1: seasons? I thought it was just one season. Two seasons. They got they got two seasons. Okay, I've watched it all. I know that it ends in a cliffhanger.
0: Season one is yeah. not available.
1: That's the one with the most <coughs> information. <coughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, season one is the one that really throws a lot of information at you, way more than you really need for the storyline. Yeah,
2: oh, wait a, a sec. I
0: just it. found it for 29 bucks <laughs> for season one.
1: Nice. Yeah, I love that series. That's a series I was obsessed with for a very long time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing, amazing show. I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: The main character is one of my personal heroes,
0: though. So. Yeah, let's see. Who, who did this show? Creator. Oh, James Cameron wrote it. That cool. explains everything. You need to look up James Cameron. You will find what what is his his writings. Um, let's bring it up here for you. He did uh, James Cameron. He he did some amazing stuff. All right, he did Avatar, Terminator. Let's go to his good stuff. That's his latest crap. He went fucking woke and fucked everything up. He did yeah. terminate He did Terminator Salvation. He did uh, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. He did RoboCop versus Terminator. Um, he did the Dark Angel series. Um, now we get to his good stuff. He did True Lies. He oh. did. He did um, the Terminator. He did the Terminator itself. Cool. Um, Terminator 2. He did the Abyss. He did Rambo. Oh,
1: nice.
0: Um. Those are those are his. That's his writing credits. That's and he did even more. Um, Martini Ranch. So he did a. In the beginning, he did a lot of stuff that was truthful. Truthful, and then in the lately, he's done the fucking woke shit.
1: Because he needed money, probably. Probably.
0: <clears throat> and he did. He did the Terminator Two Dark or the Terminator Dark Salvation or whatever that crap. Dark Fate. That fucking piece of shit destroying the entire Terminator series.
1: Although something I've noticed in these woke TV shows Mm -hmm. and these woke movies if you pay attention to the things that they really focus on and you flip the meaning to the opposite, it's the truth. Yeah. Very interesting. I hadn't thought about that until recently when uh, one of the kids was watching something that just melted my brain. But I looked at it and I realized... That is so absolutely complete opposite of what's actually going on.
2: Yeah.
1: All if right. I take it and flip it, it's the truth. <clears throat> so they are telling the truth, but it's like they do an opposite day.
0: Yeah. Well, that's an interesting way to look at it. That's an interesting way to maybe I might be able to watch a few woke movies if I look at them at that point of view.
1: It is worth it because the things that they so hardcore focus on mm-hmm. sometimes... It's something that you don't even think is important.
2: Hmm, maybe it's
1: something that you really never considered. But if you look at it, at what they're really focusing on, and you turn it opposite, it's like, oh shit, they're still telling the truth. Maybe the
0: thinker, huh. maybe the thinkers are still in control. Hey. In bed. Good night, buddy.
1: Still in control without them realizing. Yeah. One of those under the radar by being right out in the open.
0: Yeah, maybe. So at any rate, I think we'll wrap it up at that because. Uh, we gotta do
1: TikToks. What's that? TikTok?
0: Oh God, we gotta do our TikToks. Yes, yeah. we must do our TikToks. What's the show without closing out with some fucking TikToks?
1: Exactly, and the kid sent me in some. Well, the first one she sent it in to me with the name. What Have I found?
0: <laughs> we'll find out what she found.
1: It's a strange one.
0: Yeah. Right there. Come on, rewind. Yeah. Up right there! Fuck.
5: You, Chad Brentford, member number 6969 of the Dish Canoe Republic, ha, have been caught kissing your homie Brett goodnight without socks on. I declare you gay. Your Dish
3: Canoe membership has been revoked and you are exiled to a committed relationship. You have just been officially butt Ha.
0: Oh, dear God. She found something British. (laughs) Yep. All right. That's
1: why she labeled it dot, dot, dot. What have I found?
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's see what Chad Thundercock has to say.
4: Of course I dropped the bar after deadlifts. How else am I supposed to keep the betas on their toes? Chad Thundercock peaked in high school. If your boyfriend's weight starts with a one, you're still single. Chad Thundercock peeped in high school girls with thigh gaps two thousand eight called go do some squats Chad Thundercock followed for more meathead quotes oh,
1: <laughs> oh dear God <laughs> Is your brain
0: melting-hmm <laughs> It melts every time we do these fucking things <laughs>
4: Math, what's half of 278? Freddie Frugal, Professional Cheapskate. Well, if you guys ever want to stay here, you are free to visit whenever you want. Just shoot me a quick 50 bucks a night. Still cheaper than Airbnb, though, so it's a win-win. <laughs> Freddie Frugal, Professional Cheapskate. Now, sometimes I do tip, but if the service is really good, I believe in a really genuine thank you. You can't put a price on human connection. Freddy Frugal, follow up for more cheapskate quotes. Well, <laughs>
0: All right, let's see what the system at full speed ahead says. Here, give me a
4: minute to explain. I may get a little angry through this video. This trailer was illegally dumped. The landowner thought the authorities may not do much, so he called me too. Found lots of clues for the police to
5: solve this. Including this mail. This for sale sign that has the address on it. Their license
4: plates. The vent of the trailer. That'll be helpful, right?
5: After all that, all the authorities said was, Sorry, nothing we can do. Call
4: the scrapyard.
5: No scrapyard wants this. So I visited the city for help. Guess what they said. Sorry, sir, it's the landowner's problem. Perhaps you should contact the police again. So,
4: this is me going back to the police. Guess what they said. It's the landowner's issue. I've already heard that. If you don't have anybody dumping it on film, there's nothing
5: we can do. And then they sternly told me not to pursue the addresses and names I had found. They tell me that quite a bit.
3: So, this 76-year-old stuck with this camper on his land. Shocking, the system
5: fails again. Maybe somebody should make a video calling the authorities in. Maybe then something will be done. You want to help and share it? Go on, do it what!
0: Um, I'd fucking scrap the goddamn thing.
1: Yeah, but it's just, it's a perfect example of our system at full speed ahead.
0: Oh yeah, that's our system at full <laughs> speed ahead.
1: <laughs> that is the absolute perfect example, and I actually found it really entertaining. They sternly told me not to pursue the names and addresses I found. They tell me that a lot.
0: Yeah, well, I'd <laughs> pursue the names and addresses. I'd probably find one of the addresses, tow the fucking thing back to their house, and leave it with them.
1: Oh yeah, Absolutely. But, yep, I just found this entertaining.
0: Alright, let's go see what the UK mail, meal is.
1: It's a very familiar meal to me. Mm. I, I guess it's not a very Canadian meal though?
0: Probably not.
5: Hey, this video is gonna blow your mind. I'm about to show you a meal. Right, that I'm pretty sure you don't have in America or anywhere else. But this meal we have here in the UK, is going got to be up there, top three. That every single person in the UK has had and will continue to have for the rest of their lives. Greens and toast. Let me show you. So, as you can see here, <laughs> you can see toast, right? But wait, it gets better. So you have your toast. Then you have beans on toast! That is it! Beans on toast! And you can add cheese, like I have, inside the beans, if you want to spice it up a bit. This meal here is probably one of the most British meals you'll ever see. I'm telling you now, my mum, right, used to give me this when I was ill, when I was a kid. She goes, Do you know what make you feel better? Beans on toast. Ask any British person. And if you're not from the UK, you're probably thinking, What? This makes no sense. But yeah, beans on toast is one of the most popular British meals you'll ever see.
0: He's right.
1: Beans on toast is a very popular thing in my house. Beans on toast with an egg and cheese—that is like a main staple in but my house. But it, I've also lived in England yes. and New Zealand and Canada. So. You,
0: you live. You lived. It's not a Canadian meal. It's okay. a. It's a strictly a British meal. It was those years you spent in Britain with your mum.
1: It wasn't years. It was only like eight months. Well, whatever. And question: What about egg in the hole?
0: Uh, toad in the hole. Yeah. Um, I did those. I've been doing those since God knows when. I don't know when okay. I started doing toad in the holes.
1: So then I got that from you. Yeah. Okay. Just figuring out where I okay. got my random meal e- e- Apparently e- I e- got that one in the UK. E- e-
0: <laughs> your, bro- your oldest, your oldest younger brother makes those on a regular basis. That's what, that's oftentimes his breakfast in the morning is a toad in the hole. If I have bread okay. that's large enough to make a toad in the hole. Because you need to have the right size bread, bread, bread for toad in the hole. Not sure. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> it, it's not very effective if you have this. If you have the regular loaves of bread, it's very. It's much better when you have the really big bread loaves.
1: No, you can make it. You just have to cut like an oblong hole in the mm-hmm. bread, and you have to pop the yolk. Yeah, and well, it works beautifully.
0: he 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 does it. He he makes some. He makes it regularly. It's really quite funny. He makes he makes <laughs> a toad in the hole all the time as a meal.
1: I call it
0: egg in the basket. A- an egg in a basket. I call it toad in the hole. Whatever. It, it it's it, it's actually it's actually featured in V for Vendetta.
1: I know. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. I'd never heard it called Toad in the Hole before until
0: yeah. that movie. Yeah, well I'd always called it Toad in the Hole.
1: <laughs>
0: I thought it was cool when I saw it in there. I thought really cool. <laughs> that'll make that'll help make it mainstream in North America.
2: Totally.
0: All right, let's see what we got here. Memes that were in the chat group. All right, let's see. Yes. Here. Let's find it back then.
5: Say hi to Wendy Shellet. The first Spin Kitsu Master created ninja. Hello there. General Kenobi!
4: <laughs> Every second you're not running. I'm only getting closer.
5: Sheesh! <laughs> Joining us live this morning from New York. Hey, good morning! <laughs> wake up!
2: <laughs> yeah, wake up, wake up!
5: <laughs> this is your wake up call. <laughs> nothing. I'm
2: not sure how okay, got that one.
5: Um, I'll tell you what. We are going. He's Yeah, he's meditating. He's having. He's taking a little nap. <laughs> yeah, taking a little nap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was actually a good one. Yep. All right, Canadian issue with Timmy's.
1: Only Canadians understand. You want me? No. You want
5: me?
3: I mean, no. You want to hear it in Spanish? No.
5: You want me? You want me? Yes! I want you, baby. Who sent that one?
0: (laughs) All of these came from your nieces. But
1: which
2: one? doesn't matter
0: which one. one.
1: That one in particular is a major issue because it seems like at every Timmy's nearby, mm-hmm. we go there, we ask for chocolate glazed and old-fashioned glazed, and we get all the birth cake, birthday cake ones.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like, we get all the ones except for chocolate glazed. Meanwhile, the chocolate glazed one is overflowing. It's like, what are you guys doing? How many joints did you smoke right before you took this order? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's Timmy's. Yep. All right. So it's
1: the Canadian issue with Timmy's. <laughs> why?
0: Uh, oh, you got to stick all this extra Rona information into the Rona stuff. I guess I'll have to do that. I didn't put it there. Who put it down here in the bottom? I thought you did. Oh, I did. I stuck it in the bottom because it was stuff that I hadn't got around to fucking uh, analyzing yet.
1: Well, then don't blame me for your thing. I'm blaming you, you anyway. Cause it can't be suck. my
0: fault. You suck. Yeah, well, that's why. All right, well, let's wrap this up and we'll call it a night and let's have a little music carry us out of here. These
5: are the days of thunder.
0: We're going to make
5: time stand stand still.
0: you now take care bye-bye take
5: care adios
0: mofo